Stig, what do women say to people with big dicks? I don't know. See, I know you wouldn't know. Ladies, gentlemen, and variations <laughs> thereupon, it is the year of your Lord, 2023. This is Modern Escapism. Hello and welcome back to a fresh year of podcastual delights. My name is Oodles, the jester of jovial juvenility. Joining me today, what's the best thing about Switzerland? I don't know, but the flag is a big plus. It's Biggie. <laughs> Hello. Hello. A bear walks into a bar and says, give me a whiskey and cola. The bartender says, why the big pause? It's Gadget. Wee. They say makeup sex is the best, which is lucky because all his sex is made up. It's Stig. <laughs> the fuck is this? <laughs> Disclaimer. And finally, a normal sized penis. <laughs> Disclaimer. <laughs> and finally, a toast to love, to honour, and if you can't come in, come on her. It's candy. Oh, fucking <laughs> hell! Everyone can now. Oh god. Welcome. Right, that's back. it. I quit. Welcome back to the show. We've got a full house, but before we get into the show, please consider becoming one of our sexy and incredibly cool patrons. Help us divide and conquer the podcasting world. Details are in our show notes, but mainly check out our website, modernescapism.co.uk, for more exquisite content and links to everything we do. Check out our YouTube too, and don't forget to review the show. And now, mm, it's time Ooh. for the very first of 2023. I've missed it. It's biggest breaking news. I've missed We've it. all missed it. Come on! I've, I've heard no news. Literally no news. I haven't. Biggie's not been around to tell us. Turn it off. Just turn the news off. No, it's happened for three weeks. You may already know, but he doesn't, because it's time for Biggie's Breaking News. You can find anything. Next. <laughs> 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 Atari has said it needs extra funding to continue following its VCS retro console flop and it seems to be involved in a lot of blockchain struggles. Options apparently are new loans with its main shareholder, Irata, a company controlled by current Atari chairman, chief exec Wade Rosen, and or raising new financing from elsewhere, which may include a public offering to meet capital needs and refinance the company's debt. Go Atari. I mean, Atari have been like I can't this. believe they're still going. Atari have been like this since they be- existed. <laughs> they were the video game crash of the early 80s, of the early like 80s. 70s, wasn't it? There's never been a period in Atari's life other than that kind of like early um, arcade phase in the 2600 yeah. era where they've been financially well off. And in fact, Ooh. this Atari is about four different companies away from the original I'm gonna say Atari. It's not the original, is it? <laughs> I mean, do, were like no. infograms and stuff, weren't they? Yeah, do you not remember that the, there was one point where the only thing Atari published for about three years was that terrible Alone in the Dark game on the Xbox 360? Yeah, and the Inferno <laughs> one on the on the Wii. Yeah. <laughs> did did they th- actually think that like there was a market for a retro Atari console? I mean, it's 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 chasing the trend though, isn't it? Because you got all these different mm. mini consoles. Like like someone last year released a mini Commodore 64 of all things. 
Yeah. You know, does it, does it take out hours to hours to load the game as well? I'm not being funny, <laughs> but the games on them are shit. Come They're on. shit. They're shit. He wants to go There's back a few and good play games them. on the on those old like two bit consoles or whatever they're called. Like you've got Breakout and Space Invaders. That's about it. Yeah, that is literally all I'd play. I didn't even think Tetris buy, were invented at that point. Buy either. this this retro console to play Dizzy Egg. No, <laughs> I mean, no, I, do not. I, I mean, also so weirdly, you can you can buy a collection which is like the Atari 50th anniversary, which has basically got all that and interviews and documentaries and all sorts of stuff. I like anyway, Centipede so. actually. Yeah. Thinking about it, I mean, the, the thing is, it probably didn't help when. The Atari VCS all-in bundles, that's the console, um, a retro-style yeah. joystick and a kind of rough rip-off of an Xbox gamepad. Um, <laughs> when it costs $300 oh, for Atari oh. games. <laughs> fuck <laughs> What are they on? You just get an exactly. Xbox S and emulate it. Well, exactly. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> just buy yeah, one of those little phone. Yeah, buy one of those little <laughs> handheld things that Oodles keeps buying for like 90 yeah. quid off from China. They're brilliant. I mean, they're like legal. I've been flipping about the games. Like, I'm sure there is some nice games you can go back and get nostalgia for. Yeah. But not for three hundred two minutes. Three hundred pounds. Yeah, and that lasts an afternoon, doesn't it? The yeah, excitement exactly, of that. Exactly. Yeah. I remember getting the, the PS1 mini, thinking this is amazing. All my favourites are on here. Playing them for about a minute and going, oh shit. Put PS1 games on the Steam Deck, I'm like yeah, the fucking yeah. shit. Or in my case, I got the um, the Mega Drive emulator and I realised how much better I was at gaming when I was younger than I am now because yeah. I didn't get anywhere with Sonic. No, you can't. Yeah. You, you're like, have you played Altered Beast as an adult? It's impossible. It, 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 no, yeah. no one can ever finish that game. I'm amazed anybody ever did. But I did as a kid. Fucking hell. Beat it loads. As an, I can't even get past first level. Fucking <laughs> <laughs> rock hard and battle toes. Don't get me started. Next. Well, what isn't shit is Hitman. And if you already it's own not. Hitman 3, the good news is you'll be able to get all the content for free for Hitman 1 and 2. And it's a bit it's of a fun, faff, isn't it? Funny because I've got them all. You... I know, I've got them all as well. Well, <laughs> yeah, if I wouldn't have them all. To install it all and buy the different packs and levels, so it's a real faff. So for reasons unknown, they've decided to allow everybody to have it all for free anyway. From the 26th of January. As of this podcast, I think. Well, I, th- I think it's because they're just no one's really buying Hitman one or two, and mm. people are still like pe- even though people two's the best. No, no, but I mean, anyone who would want it already has it. Yes, and they just they just dropped Hitman three as a PS Plus game recently. I think so. Yes, something like that. Game Pass as well. Yeah, so a lot of people have access to it and just don't have access to the older game. So yeah, fine, make them free. To it, nice... make, it makes the company look good. Yeah, it's, it's a, a good, nice move from good for the consumer. It's a good package and... to have with all the levels. I mean, it's excellent. It, it... If, you, if you play from start to finish, from oh. like, for all, all the way through all three games, it's the story's stunning. brilliant. No, it's not. It's yeah. terrible, but it's fucking fun. <laughs> no, to play I'm it joking. <laughs> I'm joking. <laughs> but it's, it's, it's also nice that when you're playing those games in the Hitman 3 engine, like the older levels are upraised and they have more physics stuff that you can do with it yeah. in line with the new game. So, you know, it's not like they've just like tarted these up. Like they've made them into Hitman 3 levels. Yeah, it's good. It's good. If you've not played them, play them. Just play them. They're brilliant. Yeah. You, can, you really can't go wrong. Next. I will at some point. Yes, every other game. <laughs> uh, it could be fake news, it's questionable, but apparently positioning your PS5 vertically could eventually break it, as there have been rumours spreading online. There's been the, two uh, examples of this ever happening. I know, but I thought it was interesting anyway. 
That's uh, it's the, bollocks. The, the, those two examples of <laughs> those two examples of something happening. That's a statistical anomaly that you would just accept with manufacturing failures. Not yeah, to mention, who has space in their lounge to lie it flat anyway? Me. You'd have to live I on do. it. Yeah, I could put mine. You'd have to there. live on it. Yeah, Ooh, someone's easy. earning. Well, you obviously live in castles. <laughs> no, no, I live on castles. I live inside yeah. my PS5. You call them castles, which castles. means you probably live in on the castle. Box. Castle not included. Castle. No, my, my TV unit's castle. like a. It's on legs, so it can either go underneath or on the sides. Like, so, but they sit on the side, one on one, on one side, one on the other. Yeah, mine, just, my, 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 both both mine sit flat in uh, underneath the. Table. I mean, technically, it could go inside the unit as well, but I don't want my house to burn down. Yeah. No. <laughs> Surely it's designed to stand up. It's of course all the it marketing. Is. The machine stood up. Everything. Every time you see it, it's stood up. It's a stood up machine. It, uh, <laughs> That's what it is. Uh, you run the risk of liquid metal spilling out of its casing and damaging all the, the other components that every day. Just walking around the world, <laughs> liquid metal could get me at any time. <laughs> I've seen some metal. Sonic character as well. That sounds like something Kojima would create. Just hiding along the, yeah. along the bushes and get jumping yeah. out. Yeah, at any time, at any time, we run he the is risk. The bush. Yeah. <laughs> Damn you, liquid metal! Not again. Points so, at the top it. of the stairs, and the PS 5s like they're just glaring at him. It's fake news. It's fake news. Next. Uh, this could be fake news ever. as well. I can't do also it. Also from Sony, apparently a leaked new IP has been uh, revealed, apparently. There's very few details. Apparently it's described as a sci-fi RPG and been developed using the Unreal Engine 5. No Got way. What news? What news is this you've, you've, you've acquired, mate? That is sensational news. But no details well, on it. It's sci-fi. It's using Unreal. Brilliant. There you go. Just, well, it was I'm breaking news wait. today, so I thought I'd put it in. Can't wait, mate. I cannot wait for sci-fi gaming Unreal. I can't <laughs> wait. It's titled sci-fi. <laughs> I can't wait. I can't fucking wait. Pretty so irony. moving on from Mr. Boring over there, um, trailers have been released for two interesting movies, Renfield and Evil mm. Dead Rise. I've watched See, both. That's news. They both look awesome. I know, that's why it's included. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Renfield's definitely both good really for good. that, uh, what we do in the shadows. Mm. Yeah, that's I thought that. Style comedy. Like, there's even, like, I would, would I say ripped off? Like, Guillermo's, yeah. it's almost like Guillermo's storyline with Renfield, yeah. like with the support group and everything as well, but... Yeah, you know it's Nick Cage playing a neon-looking vampire. <laughs> I'm there for that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Nicholas Holt and... looks good in it. Uh, he's good anyway, isn't he? Nicholas Holt. Yeah, he's yeah good he's in great. most stuff he's in. He puts his all into it. So I think that's going to be a nice little fun trip to the cinema. I bet it's not even too long that yeah. film either. It won't outstay its mm. well. No, I'll be about an hour and a half. The Evil Dead yeah. one. Um, I mean, it looks gory and and kind of fun. Doesn't look very Evil Dead though, does it? No, it no. just seems like they've. Mm. Got the IP tucking, name, yeah. Yeah, get the Book of the Dead in there, which doesn't look like the Book of the Dead. Nope. Mm. Where's the melted like face on the front? Yeah. Look like but, a burnt turd. Yeah, and the Deadites don't look <laughs> as. She just. I don't know. Like, I think it'll be good, but I'm not going to rush to the cinema to see it. How like. many times have you been stung by these horror remakes? Steve? Exactly. You'll never learn. You'll and never uh, learn. I'll still watch You'll it. You'll still go. <laughs> I, won't, I won't go to watch it, but I'll still watch it and I'll complain so, about it. So, future us, when Stig's coming in reviewing this film, I want to say, I told you so, and I want you to look back, to listen back to this and go, you were right, you were right. And you know it. 
I do these things for you and the listener. I've I know you this do. Before. I no, take you one service. on the chin because as we as modern escapism, we are a service. I, I will watch something to make sure that you, dear listeners, yep. don't have to do that. Don't waste your time. I will waste my time for you. If you subscribe like to a patron, you're paying for him to do this service exactly. for you. This is it's 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 a circle, guys. We're doing, we're doing it for you. Myself. <laughs> <laughs> Speaking of circles, Netflix has done it again. The series that I loved, 1899, has been cancelled. Yeah, the man. quote that came from the uh, creators, with a heavy heart, we have to tell you that 1899 will not be renewed. We would love to finish this incredible journey with a second and third season, as we did with Dark. But sometimes things don't turn out the way you planned. That's life. We know this will disappoint millions of fans out there. We want to thank you from the bottom of our hearts that you were part of this wonderful adventure. We love you. Never forget. Bo it and reviewed John well Day. as well. I loved it. I thought the, people enjoyed it. With Netflix, is it doesn't matter if it reviews well. No, people yep. don't watch it. They like, they just don't care if it drops off. They drop this week. when everyone was obsessed with Wednesday. Do you know what yeah. I mean? It's mm. like bad timing again. again well, again, if you look again, at the numbers timing. between like the first few weeks of this compared to Wednesday, Wednesday stayed the course and stayed at like number one yep. for several yep. weeks. So and that's all they want, isn't it? Well, that's what they, that's all they, they care about. Pe- people viewing, don't they? But I, I just get to the point, no one's going to take long-running running TV to Netflix anymore. No, like, if, they, if they can do mm. like a, a short story in one season, fine. People would be happy to take Netflix's money. But if you Just do some, limited runs, innit? Yeah, if limited you've got shows. something that you want to tell over three or four series, yep. no, people aren't going to no be willing to do it anymore. Not everyone's mm. Ozark and stuff, do you know what I mean? You're, not, yeah. you're just not going to get it. You're not going to get it. Mm. That's a lesson to all you budding Hollywood types. But, Go but to the, Amazon. But the, yeah, but the <laughs> thing that pisses me off the most about it is look at something like Game of Thrones Season 1 and Breaking Bad Season 1. Oh, they were shy, weren't they? No one liked them. Yeah, the viewing figures originally mm. and the word of mouth was, ah, it's all right, and all then right. it grew and grew. And then when they actually gave them more series, the time to tell the story, then they became some of the biggest TV shows of all time. And Netflix just aren't willing to do that. It's because they've got no money. (laughs) They're a skint company. Even going back now, season one of um, Breaking Bad's a hard watch. It takes ages Mm. to get through. It's only seven episodes long. It feels like it's three years. The only reason you watch that first first season that really grabs you is that opening where they're stood at desert with the pants. You know what I mean? You're like, why is (laughs) this happening? That's, That's... the only thing that I want to get to that, I want to get to that, I want to see what's happening. Mm. Yeah. Brian Cranston's incredible. That's, oh, yeah. that's like, it. I, I was, I think Breaking Bad had been out for about three series by the time I jumped mm. on because people said, watch it. So I knew to get, get through this first series because yeah. people told Same me mate. it gets better. Fine. Like, I know that the next few series are going to be great. And it was. But yeah, if, based on what Netflix is doing, we just never get these shows. They're expecting that like hit that Sopranos and Mad Men did where. Season one, episode one, and was like, "This is this is incredible." Yeah. Nothing exists like that anymore. Nothing. Mm. Nothing's just that good straight away. Any anymore? It just doesn't happen anymore. There's no budget for it. But fuck them. Unless you're Amazon. Unless you're Amazon. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> well, speaking of Wednesday, there were rumours that season two might be leaving Netflix despite an MGM deal with Amazon, but it's now been confirmed that it's been renewed for season two. So they do for like now. some things. Mm. For now. Yeah, because well, it became a Wednesday, cultural hit. Yeah, Wednesday beat Stranger Things um, for the most viewing time in a single week. They'll fucking cancel Stranger Things now. 400 million <laughs> hours in one week. It's all those millennial goths watching it, innit? 
I've still not watched it. I've still I've seen I've seen ten thousand people dancing on TikTok to it. I'm fucking it. sick of that Lady Gaga song now. That's Jesus not even Christ. that's not even in the show. Is it, is it not? But she doesn't dance to that, does she? I don't know. As I'm aware, I don't know. I've not watched that part. Candy will tell us. It's the cramps, isn't it? The cramps yeah. she's dancing to, I think. Is it? It's just yeah. a TikTok. So why are they using different... Lady Gaga then? More, more relevant and new song. I bet Lady Gaga's you... not fucking complaining. No, why, they, not. Why, are they, why are they using pitched up Lady Gaga? It sounds like a fucking child. It does, does me fucking head in. I've never seen this Lady Gaga phenomenon. I've only oh, ever seen it dance to the crowd. Just do that, this, this dance. They do, they do Dancing the... in my pants, in my pants, or whatever oh, it's okay. called. I don't know the song. Dancing in my hands. <laughs> yeah. In my hands, not my pants. Fucking <laughs> <laughs> hell. It's, it's, it's stuck in my head because I've seen it so many times. And kids love it. Kids are doing this. Like Macarena in and stuff. Fucking shite. But no, to be fair to Wednesday, like my daughters have both watched it all. Like, Oh yeah, my, my kids have. Like it's kids, it's hit it. like young kids, teens, and you know those millennial kind of people our age who remember the Adams family like fondly, and yeah. So I can understand why it was such a big hit. Next, <laughs> sorry, <laughs> I'll do it for you while you sneeze. Oh, we're I all listening. That's do. why I didn't say it. That's why I didn't say it. I didn't say it. Next, I didn't know what to do. Like, what to do. It's clearly obvious we finished talking about the story. It's like, go on, Biggie, move on. It's just there. The teleprompter got stuck, didn't it? I need, I need, I need telling. <laughs> uh, Ridley Scott has said he will be returning to uh, still the, alive. The epic <laughs> Gladiator, and this time um, the story will be following his son. Why? The, he's Why? dead. The dead one. Yeah, the one that got <laughs> the killed. One that, the one that no, got strung up. I'm pretty sure. Yeah. Or son of Lucy. I can't fucking remember. Son of Lucy. Oh, Lucilla, okay. Lucius. His wife. Right, I thought you meant like uh, Maximus's son. I was like, eh? I'm going to say, he got oh, killed famously. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, that's, the, that's the thing. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I, I love Gladiator. I thought it was a great movie. Ridley Scott needs to fucking refine that home. <laughs> Why not? It is, no, it's unlikely. It is incredible and it doesn't it good. a sequel. No, and it was that, a perfect well, story. And there if, was a rumour that there was going to be a sequel, though, wasn't there? Like it was, been it was actually him. Years. Well, there was a rumour that he was going to be in heaven. Oh, yeah, that one. That was the original one they wanted to do. Yeah. To Max, me, though... Maximus would lead yeah. a rebellion in heaven. I was like, fuck, in heaven, yeah. fuck off. Fuck to off. me, oh, though, wow. like doing doing a Gladiator sequel, it's like doing a Schindler's List 2 or a Shawshank Redemption again. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? It's like, what's the point in doing it? These are just isolated things that are perfect on their own. What, do you not Schindler's remember Titanic 2, 2? More list. Titanic 2. It's just... It's, oh, stupid. Well, they actually did make Titanic 2, though. Mm. Yeah, but not, mm. not, yeah, but him. not James Cameron. Not James Cameron. <laughs> yeah. They're all going, fuck it, sunk again. Mm. <laughs> it's a horror film, actually. <laughs> I've no idea. Yeah, he's I think it is as well. Turning to his old IPs, but just... Because he's an old man, he's like, oh, get me my typewriter, I have an idea. <laughs> but he can do good new ideas. I thought The Martian was brilliant. I know it's basically... Martian's yeah, but brilliant. brilliant. Yeah, oh, no, he did good work. The, the the thing I find with Ridley Scott these days, it's much better if he doesn't write the film. Yeah, if he's somebody like else writing for him. Some, yeah, if someone adapts someone else's work and he's just the directing it. The man knows his way around a set piece. You cannot yeah, he, argue with that. Yeah, I mean, even in his shite films, the direction is always wonderful. The problem yeah. is the man cannot write anything and hasn't <laughs> yeah, been exactly. able to for about 25 years. Yeah, just if that, I want to say... I want to say Gladiator might be the last of his original good films that he's had every hand, um, hand and everything. Yeah, did he wrote everything. What about The Last Jewel? Did he write that? No, he didn't, did he? No, it's based no, on a book, no. I think. Yeah. And that was shit. Well, I've heard really good things mm. about it, actually. 
Yeah. Ah, I think. The, mm. Yeah, but yeah. I don't know. I Maybe he just I said to his boy, you. to his to his manservant, <laughs> manservant, what was my last good film? Gladiator, sir. Do that again. Gladiator two. <laughs> I just see him as a really old bloke. Yeah, I just a really old bloke. Can we set it in 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 I don't know Egypt or something? No, because that civilization was gone by then. It doesn't matter. Fucking Ridley Scott. <laughs> Shut up. Enjoy Get your him retirement. Off. Enjoy all Yeah, just relax. Fucking hell. Oh, next. So thanks to Gadget for throwing this one in. Uh, apparently 50 Cent says he's collaborating with Eminem on an 8 Mile TV show. Now, I love that movie. No one's no one that beard coming in. Rap. Must be that beard that's coming in, Gadget. <laughs> <laughs> oh, is that yeah, one? I, I thought you'd not had a bath. <laughs> <laughs> Cat's not been around to lick it off. It's looking good, actually, man. Now, now, now you've pointed it out. Nice little, nice little shape there. Uh, anyway, if you want to know what we're talking about, guys, watch us on YouTube. <laughs> yeah, Eight Mile was a fantastic movie. I loved it. I thought it was really yeah, well. It's good, really good. Great performance from Eminem. So yeah, if they can translate that to a decent TV show, why not? But why? Again, why? Why do they need? They already have the film. Why? There's why, the film, there's the album. Why tell they have... the exact same story, but in TV form? Do you think his mate will shoot himself again? Like, I can't remember the film. I yeah, his mate, I remember his mate shot, he said in dick. Yeah, he shot himself in the dick, I remember that bit. So <laughs> is this going to be the same bit. story, but with somebody, would, would Eminem still play Eminem? Surely not. <laughs> no, I, no, I, no. Not at his age, he's 50 year old. <laughs> I was going to say, that's what I, I mean. I, I, I would really enjoy seeing a mid-50s Marshall Mathers playing himself <laughs> coming would. up in Detroit. <laughs> Take my money now. Like, are you are you supposed to be, are, are you 19? Yeah, I'm 19, I'm Eminem. <laughs> <laughs> Having an argument you with his mum, uh... played by someone 20 years younger than him. <laughs> He could do the Rocky thing where he uh, tries to help somebody else come up, you know? Yeah, but you, you don't know need a cop. You don't know need a fucking cop, man. Do you know how they could do it if you want to bring Eminem in? Would be similar to how they do Young Rock, where he's being interviewed and he's talking about his life and then it cuts that back works. to. So you could cut to modern day Eminem talking about his life and going, and then it kind of going back and him going yeah. over like things that happened in his life. It can but, be like, back then I spent so much money on peroxide, it was unreal. Yeah. <laughs> Next. A bit of sad news, I'm afraid. Um, Monkey oh, Island God. Terminator actor Earl Bowen has died. Uh, Bowen appeared in a dozen of games, but is likely best known as Dr. Silverman from the Terminator films. The one that got a pen in his neck. Yes. That's the one. Or the Chuck in um, the Monkey Island games, which is where I know yes. him from. Yes, yeah. he was good. He's good. He's good. He was good. Um, very sad. Um, I don't know his work other than those two, but I'm sure he probably. He's in all sorts of things. Yeah, yeah, he's, 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 he's him a, in many he's stuff. A serial bit part actor. He was in. Yeah, yeah. yeah. A lot, a lot of small roles in a lot of things. He's yeah. one of those ones where you see the face and you go, ah, that guy. Ah, that's the, that's yeah. the one. That's the guy. From Terminator. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> really sad. Really sad. Uh, Stiggy, I guess you might want to pick this one up. Vince McMahon really? returns to WWE. I thought he died. Wish he would. <laughs> <laughs> controversial opinions from the Stig. Is it controversial? No. Yeah, he basically has forced his way back into the company because he still owns something like 85% of the shares. And <laughs> the rumours were that he 
basically said, if you don't let me back in, then I won't sign off on any TV deals, which are coming up soon. So, so, so they've all got to pretend that they're like, yeah, he's back. Yeah, they voted back in. They sacked three of the, well, sacked two of the other CEOs who would launch an investigation against him. And one of them quit out of, um, you know, because they've got morals. Um, and yeah, so he's back in his CEO, like head of role, but hopefully he just stays away from the creative aspect. Because... I thought Triple H had it all now. Well, he does the creative aspect, so he's in charge of kind of the projects that we see on TV. But, you know, yeah. when Vincent Mann, who's been doing it for 40 years. Like, Let's get the divas back out. We need was, more divas. Yeah, it was head of creative for so many years, is back in charge and leading the company again. Whether it's just for TV rights or a sale, no idea. But Yeah, because that's, that's, that's what I heard, that he wanted to sell the company. Oh, imagine if he sells it to Elon Musk. Imagine. No, the rumours are a Comcast, Disney, or the Saudi company that owns Newcastle. Oh, fun. If they're yeah. <laughs> <laughs> clever, the clever bastards. If they're clever, they'll let Disney buy it. It's just it's just another one of those rich men get shit get away with shit. You know what I mean? He's yeah. yep. the guy did serious wrong. He went away for a moment. Everyone seems to have forgotten. Oh, Vincent Man's back. Yay! But did he stomp out as well? At least he's music, not come back on TV yet, but I won't, ex- you know, don't expect that not to happen. And everyone's going to be like, <sighs> yeah, but, uh, I mean, like do. Uh, hardcore wrestling fans, like the ones you see on Twitter and that will listen to podcasts and read the news and everything, they don't want him back. They hate him. I got it. But it's, uh, it's your, your, uh, you're just your average people who go and take the families and don't really care about all that. I didn't even know he really owned company for a long time. I thought it would just pretend. <laughs> oh, no, no. For a long time. He owned it, he owns it from the 80s. Yeah. yeah. I just thought he was just like an actor playing that role. Do you know what I mean? But obviously, I knew as an adult, I'm like, yeah, he definitely does own it. But when I was a kid, I just didn't realize. It's just a twat. We're getting him on the show this year, guys. We're getting him on the show. <laughs> Next. Uh, after. Um... A somewhat controversial, interesting World Cup. Uh, very sad news that just after, I believe, uh, Brazilian football legend Pelé, unfortunately died just after the tournament, if I remember right. He did, yes. Absolute legend. One of the only One of the best. players to win the World Cup three times. Yeah, highest goal scorer for Brazil. One of the just all-time, like people that don't know football know Pelé, or as the yeah. Americans like to call him, Pelé. Um, just... I'm not 100% convinced of his off-the-pitch antics. Apparently he's nice. He was nice, but he had some darker sides to him. But he's just an absolute legend in the game. Like, you watch some of those old Pele moments. Fucking hell. Unbelievable artistry from him. Even if you're not in football, to you victory as well. Escape to victory. What a film. What a film. I forgot you were a film <laughs> star as well with, with Sylvester yeah, Stallone. Scored the winning goal. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Won three World Cups yeah. and beat the Nazis. Exactly. <laughs> Who else can say that? Who else yeah, can many say people? that? Not many. But yeah, just absolute legend. If you ever find time to just watch some of his old amazing plays and just his teamwork ethic and stuff like that, it's just sensational. And for mm-hmm. young kids to look up to someone like that, that's not that bad, especially in that sport when there's so many baddies out there. So yeah, I fucking love Pele. <coughs> Cristiano. 
Yeah, big buddy. Oh my word! <laughs> Speaking of weird, the uh, <laughs> the latest news I could find: uh, a man who ate 124 kebabs in a month says it hurts him physically and psychologically. A junk food loving dad has eaten 124 really? kebabs. I don't, I, don't, I don't remember saying this. <laughs> <laughs> 124 December spells kebab. <laughs> in one month. In an epic kebabathon. Does he mean Consuming like a, a minging like Donna kebab from yeah. kebab shop? Or yeah. Yes. Sheesh kebab. Oh. Donna kebab. Imagine eating them every day. Mm. He consumed a staggering 250,000 calories. Oh my word. That's more than me this last decade. That's ridiculous. <laughs> that is ridiculous. But he did raise a thousand pounds for a hospice. Oh well, yeah, because he's going to be in it. I mean, the money, the money he spent on the kebabs probably equaled the same mm. amount. <laughs> yeah, that's what I just, thought. Exactly what I thought. Could he just he sponsored me? by the local Abracadabra or something? Like surely he would have chipped in. <laughs> it's ridiculous. What a ridiculous thing to do. But yeah. well, he's raised money for charity. Leave him to it. You know what I mean? Yeah, I mean, it's 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 also particularly brutal. Four kebab wraps every evening. That's, a, that's not an insignificant amount of food. Like, They're them big, not... like nine inch fucking wraps, yeah. aren't they? In tinfoil. Like, They're massive. Like, I hope he wasn't sticking out and going, I want one now. <laughs> <laughs> see, you, see you in 10 minutes. <laughs> <laughs> Oof. Might order one up. He ate four meat wraps every evening. I know, I just said I, that. I bet he put garlic sauce on them and stuff, yeah. and it weren't just meat wraps. He's like, oh, look, a little bit of veg. Oh. <laughs> Tiny little bit. No a little scrap of cabbage on this. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> oh, fuck. Ah, I bet you've got some salad. great weight salad. No, no, <laughs> no salad. <laughs> a waste of time. And a Diet Coke. <laughs> Fills it up. Yeah, a Diet Coke. <laughs> <laughs> yes, absolutely. Oh, God, I bet you're you all spotty and stuff as well. We all the grease. I mean, you'll put on a couple of stone easy over the easy. space of the month. That's, oh, that's I bet his shit stinks and all. I'm oh, sure his, his wife. I would say I'm sure his wife enjoyed living with him. Oh God! Stop <laughs> fighting in bed, you dirty get. I'm fucking <laughs> sweat and chili oh. sauce. Oh, oh God! I could think out worse. That'd be like, like hell to me. That they'd say, "Do you want to do like ten years in prison, or do you want to eat kebabs for a full month?" I'd do ten years in prison. Telling you now, <laughs> <laughs> do it. Spunking out garlic anyway. mayo. I, I like garlic mayo, but fucking hell. The so one bit of a kebabie. <sighs> The garlic oh, meal. Uh, the wrap. <laughs> I'll, just have, I'll just have the wrap, please. It's garlic meal Leave to the dip. In. <laughs> oh, was that the news then, mate? Is that all you could muster up in three weeks? That's it, dude. Perfect. You've, you've encapsulated this time off perfectly. So, uh, for new listeners, because maybe maybe new listeners, this is this is the moment of the show we call the Nexus, and it's usually what we've been doing that the last week and what we've been getting up to, but we've had a couple of weeks off, so I'm expecting great and grand things from you all. I want to start with the person who's probably indulged in most media this month, and that's probably Stig. Probably glued to telly, that lad. Glued. No, I've been gaming most of it, but I'm going to talk about a TV what? show. What? <laughs> you don't play games. I've, got, I've completed more games this year than you have. Mm. It's, it's, it doesn't take much to complete... One game, because I've not completed any. I've completed two. <laughs> well, I'm close to completing two more. Uh, no, I'm going to just talk about what I did this week. Uh, save other stuff for another time. Um, yeah. 
So this week I've watched a new Netflix show called Kaleidoscope. Oh, I've heard good things. So this is uh, it's an American heist drama. Uh, it stars Giancarlo Esposito. So that's the guy. Gosh. Yeah, uh, Rufus Sewell, Paz Vega, uh, Jai Courtney. Jai Courtney's actually—he's literally in everything, isn't he? Jai Courtney good, good in there. I think Jai Courtney's turned good because he's now rather than trying to be the leading man. In he realizes a bit. He realizes if he just plays plays the arsehole, he's really good at it. So, but yeah, yeah it, so yeah. it centers around a group of people um, planning and trying to pull off a big bank heist uh, to rob these huge vaults full of all these um, bonds. Uh, but the the thing is with this is, bar the last episode, you can watch these episodes in any order you want. What? So there is no actual like moving storyline in how you should watch these episodes. Each episode is named a different colour. You have yellow, which takes place six weeks before it, green, seven years, blue is five days before the heist, orange is five days, yeah, uh, orange is three weeks before, violet is 24 years behind, red wow. is the morning after, and then pink is six months after, and then white is the heist. So they tell you to leave white to the end, and then the rest can be They watched. tell you this? Where? Uh, it, there's a little... When you start playing it? Yeah, so there's a little thing at the beginning called black, and it says, watch all these in order, and then white to the end. Uh, the best thing to do is just let Netflix choose for you. So it randomly. It, randomly. it just does it randomly for you. So we and just Knowing played. me to pick white straight away. Netflix. <laughs> I have heard people say like you it's better to books. watch um, red and pink after because that's the aftermath of the heist. But I actually found it really interesting to see. The this aftermath. is such a weird concept. Mm. Yeah, I actually I'm into it. I actually really I liked seeing the aftermath before the heist because of things yeah. that happened and where characters ended up, and you sat there guessing, going, "Ooh, what happened? What happened to him? What happened to them? What happened here? What like on that? Reservoir Dogs? That's what the whole film's about." Yeah, and you kind of you get all the answers in white. So, so we were like, "Oh, so what's that about? What's this about?" And then obviously you find out right at the end. Like it shows you everything and how they did everything and and what. This is fucking clever. This this yeah. is dead clever. I see the Rotten Tomato scores are like fifty percent. They aren't really really good scores, but I really enjoyed it. I mean, mm. me and Kit really enjoyed this, and it, we're really invested in it and. The episodes kind of all range from between half an hour and 50 minutes, depending on on what the yeah. episode's about. Um, and I think... The what order it, did you do it in? Just any? Um, I can't remember. We started with yellow. Weirdly enough, wow. actually, the, the, the one we did it in is how Wikipedia's written down here. Oh, right. Just randomly. But, yeah, it just happens to be the same one that we did it in. Uh, other, Yeah, but... Um, it was quite good because you had like one episode that'll be it'll introduce you to a certain character. And you're like, hey, what's that about? And then you'll get 24 years ago this happened, that, and it kind of tells you the backstory of it. Or then all of a sudden it introduces there's a talk of the FBI, and then you get the FBI introduction and stuff like that. But yeah, That's it's so um, it's really good. I really does enjoyed it, it. Does it manage to stick the landing on everything being kind of out of sync? I thought so, yeah. I thought there's there's parts of it where I thought, well, that just seems a bit convenient. 
you know what I mean? Like in the, right, in, yeah. the in these in high, sh- you just think surely there would be guards there or this there or that there or why would you leave that there to, for someone to find that kind of thing? But right, other than okay. that, like, but they're kind of tropes in all these kind of films, I think. Yeah. Um, but there's uh, yeah, it just kept you guessing, and and then there was a, there was a moment in one of the episodes that happened, and I thought about it in my head. And when it when when you see it in white, mm. and it shows you, oh yeah, that is how they did it. I was like, I was like, I, I said, I knew, I saw that in that episode just randomly, and I thought I was going to say something to you, and I didn't. I, she says, yeah, but now you sound like you didn't think it up. I said, I know, but I did. Yeah, I was like, I'm on I her side. I wish I'd have said something to you because I Should saw have said it. it. And and she, but she thought the same thing, but we kept it to ourselves. <clears throat> oh, like it was. It was just kind of like something happened and I wanted to make Mo say it, but I didn't want her to spoil it for her in case she hadn't picked up on it. Yeah. Mm. But we, we've we decided now because of that, that if you pick up on something in these kind of things, <laughs> just say, because now it sounds like I didn't. <laughs> like, but what if you're watching The Usual Suspect and go, I reckon these guys are so, eh? That's going to ruin the whole fucking sh- film, you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, but if you, not if you know it, then oh, yeah. Right. But like, <laughs> if you're watching it for the first time and you have a an idea but yeah mm. I, I just I really enjoyed it we watched it over you know three nights a couple of episodes a night um, yeah I'm, I'm really intrigued in time. that I, I do like the uh, the strange like it's called kaleidoscope as well which is really it plays on yeah. that doesn't it with any order just colours you literally could start the thing with six months after the heist or Mega. the morning after it but you won't find any of those answers out until right at the end when you watch white Wow, what a clever thing. That's what's good about streaming services. They can do clever things like this. They'll not do it again, though, because it got 50% on Rotten Tomatoes. Yeah. It's a shame. The only disappointing thing was when they did the flashback episode, um, you do have uh, two old men in their 50s and 60s just with like shit wigs and makeup on. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. They still they still move like sixty year old men, unfortunately. It doesn't kinda yeah. it doesn't kinda work. So obviously the budget for de aging wasn't there, but other than that, like it's really good fun. And there's some good twists and turns in it. There's a few I didn't awesome. see come in, but there was a few that I, I you did see, which I, but I you always didn't, appreciate you didn't mention it. it. That's the thing. No, but I, I always like that you, <laughs> when you can actually pick up on a few things, but then you still have like it's the, clever writing, the isn't it? under you from under you, yeah. I like that. That's a, that's a good recommendation. I might jump on that this week. Mm. Mm. Anything else? I loads of stuff, but I'll leave that for. We're gonna save that, aren't we? Plus off gonna... for our Patreon. Yeah. Yeah, patrons are gonna get a right bonus this month. Bonus. Woo! Uh, I'll go next. <clears throat> um, I've got two little things. Uh, one thing. Um, I've I have been playing a computer game. Um, but I've not completed it. Stig, you'd be happy to know. Um, pathetic. What? <laughs> what happens when you, when you mix Monsanto, Dark Souls, and super cute deformed mechs? You get SD Gundam Battle Alliance, guys. Come on, don't turn off. Listen, SD Gundam <laughs> Battle Alliance by Bandai Namco of all people. Who would have funk it? Shocking. Shocking. <laughs> yeah, I that, know. A with, that a game with a title that sounds like a keyboard thrown down a, a hallway would, <laughs> would be published by Bandai Namco. I know. Who would have thunk it? But yeah, if you re, if you like Monster Hunter and you like Dark Souls, you're doing yourself a disservice not even considering this because there is demo available on all platforms. Um, 
SD when it comes to Gundam, it stands for super deformed. So you've se- you've seen a little super deformed gun. Let me find one. Let me find one. Uh, this is again for the YouTubers. Uh, Put your pants back on, noodles. This guy, this guy here. That's a super deformed Gundam, yeah. So it's a chibi Gundam. Chibi Gundam. That's correct. Um, and they just they're basically um, in the mangas and stuff like that. They just make them small, and every even the humans are tiny little minuscule people next to them and stuff. And this game is basically like a monster hunter. Do you know where you dropped into a, a map? Yeah. And you've got to go and kill a boss. It's that. Yes. <clears throat> but it's oh. really fucking good because it's mechs and you get to <laughs> make your own mechs and build them. And, and when you kill monsters, you get parts from them to build other mechs, like Monster Hunter with armor. You get what I'm saying, don't you? If you're into oh, that. Oh, look at him. He's so happy with it. <laughs> it's so good. But it's mega long, so that's why I've not completed it yet. Uh, but the main thing I want to talk about is a show I watched and a show that's really like affected me in a good and a not-so-good way. It's called The Patient. It's on Disney+. Plus. Um, Steve Carell and Dom, uh, Domhnall Gleeson. I don't know if you've ever heard of this show. <clears throat> I've seen the title for it. I haven't seen anything on it. Early when you brought Basic- it up. <sighs> Which is so, yeah. dis- disappointing because it doesn't seem like it's been advertised much. It's not. Um, it's, that is a synopsis. So the psychotherapist, a psychotherapist, who recently lost his wife, finds himself held prisoner by a serial killer with an unusual request to curb his homicidal urges. So basically, Donald Gleeson, he's a serial killer, and he goes to Steve... This is all in the first 15 minutes. I'm not really spoiling it. Spoilers. I give up. He goes to Steve Carell, who's a really, really well-respected Jewish uh, therapist, one of the best, but obviously he's got his own demons. His wife's just died. He's got family problems. But a therapist still got to go to work, haven't they? They've still got to be a therapist. And he's talking to Donald Gleason in his office and stuff like that. And there's something off about him. Like he's wearing sunglasses and stuff. And he's, and he just thinks, he's like, this is not for you. Therapy's not for you, mate. You're going to have to piss off. And then Steve Carell wakes up in a basement, chained to Donald Gleason. It's his house, and he becomes his living therapist without choice. And he asks him, basically, you need to stop me from killing people with therapy. And that's the plot. It's, um, a, limited, it's a limited series, so I think there's like <clears throat> nine, eight, nine episodes in total. Half an hour long. Love that. Mm-hmm. Love that. So it's not super long. And I think this is hands down Steve Carell's best performance he's ever done in his career. Mm. It is. So I was crying my eyes out watching this. It's not where you think it'd go. It doesn't go places that you think it'd go. Things happen. There's no no like mega twists or like that. It's not M Night Shyamalan. It's, so it's and good. Donald Gleason. Yeah, it's good. Donald Gleason. <laughs> if you don't know who he is, he's he's, in, uh, he's um, in Star Wars and Harry Potter and stuff. Brendan Gleason's son, great actor. He's brilliant in this, and he's a brilliant psychopath. Fantastic psychopath. A lovable psychopath in a way. And I don't mean like Annabelle Lecter, like sexy. I mean, he's he's just lovable. Um, It's just, there's something about Steve Carell when he does a dramatic performance. Because when I used to see Steve Carell, because I'm so obsessed with American Office, all I see him is Michael Scott. That's it. That's who he is. That's it. He's he's such a chameleon. Uh, Is it Foxcatcher? I told you he was good in that um, TV show that he did about the news. I've forgotten the name of it now, but he was really good in that. 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, he's um, he's he's brilliant Anchorman. in the Big Short. Big Short, yeah. yeah. Not that one, no. Not Anchorman. <laughs> <laughs> I love Lamp. Oh, he's brilliant in that, though. He is, he is. He but is that's he not is. a drama. That's, that's a in, dramatic role, yeah. <laughs> in this, it's so odd because he's still got his Michael Scott voice. That is his voice. But he's putting on such a powerful performance of a man that's forced to be a therapist when he's chained to the floor. Do you get what I mean? It's like, yeah. what a scenario to be in. And then, obviously, he doesn't want this person to go out and kill. So he's kind of forced to be who he's forcing, being forced to be. And it's such a, it's such a human show. And it's like, it's not mega, there's no mega action or all like that. It's a proper thought provoking, like, talkie. It's a talkie. And most of it's set in all one room. Like Saw, but not Saw. It's not like, we'll play a game. It's not like that. But it's just, if you, if you watch the first episode, it's half an hour. If you're not captured by that, don't bother. But I reckon you will be. I reckon it'll be like, ooh. And he, he, he needs to get like a, an award for this because he's fucking sensational. But like Stig says, Disney are not marketing this anywhere. It just came out over Christmas. No one's talking about it. It's been reviewed really well. It's just, oh, I just think, I think it's sensei. You're doing yourself a disservice not watching it. The Patient on Disney+. Plus. We are not sponsored by that show. But yeah, really fucking stellar. Candy, what you been doing? Um, well, I have to confess that actually I haven't been doing that much over Christmas. And the reason being is I stayed with my mum and her viewing habits for TV. There's one TV in the house. Boys. No, thank God, I would have had to have killed her. No, it, it kind of, it's it's it kind was of... you all along. <laughs> so her viewing habits are the chase and the news and Coronation Street, and that's pretty much it. She's not a huge uh, streamer. Is that on all the time? Oh, go on then. Tell yeah. us. Tell, keep what, what's been happening, Cory. I don't yeah, know. I tuned happened? out. <laughs> <laughs> Somebody probably got killed. I think. Is Fred um, Elliott still in Butchers? Oh, he's long Standard. dead. Long dead. Oh yeah. Dead. Spoiler alert. Fucking hell. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, drop down too much meat. Um, well, so we we, we spent a bit of time catching said. up on ones that I'd seen that I thought that she would like, like some of the highlights from Netflix, all of which we've spoken about. So I'll just run through, I'll prowl through them quickly. Uh, so we watched Sandman, which she thoroughly enjoyed. And I, I took a bit of a risk with that one because she's not totally into fantasy. I didn't think it would hit or not, but absolutely. But did you think it. everyone was sexy in it? Of course, everyone is sexy in it. <laughs> can, I, can, I, can I make a confession? He's not finished it. I removed it from my continue watching. You are a terrible person and you don't deserve good things. <laughs> How far just, did you get with it? Last episode I watched was the one, was it was with the, death? The death ep- yeah, the death yeah, episode. Was one of the best episodes. Yeah, I'm surprised you <laughs> left it out after that one. I just didn't have any desire to go back. I was like, I've got more TV and stuff I want to watch. I just, It just kept, get, kept, get pushed, it. It kept getting pushed to the back and I was like, <laughs> eh. I can't trust you anymore. It's my favourite show of last year. Well, at least you saw the two best episodes, though. Yeah. Yeah, but the last episode was fantastic as well. Mm, it is good. Oh, uh, fuck. We also watched Elvis, the uh, Baz Luhrmann one. Again, that was New Year's mm. Eve. So we, ha- we have a traditional... Uh, New Everyone's Year's sexy Eve, in that as well. Mm. Apart from Tom Hanks. Tom Hanks is quite sexy <laughs> in that. He's the sexiest. <laughs> Are you ready to fly? Uh, what else did we do? <laughs> oh, so we... Doodles, you're like this. <laughs> Gundam. Played, you watched Gundam be... with her? No, we played oh. Who Wants to Be a Millionaire because that is she, she just loves the game shows. Which did you play on PlayStation? Yeah, it's the best so... version. 
Who did you play as? Who did you? Who did you main as? I can't remember the girl. Oh, yeah. Oh, uh, the blonde posh guy. Yeah. I'm the best. Probably Eaton boy. (laughs) (laughs) I got that one right because I'm the smartest. (laughs) (laughs) No, the best bit is when you phone a friend and you have to choose, like, is it going to be Auntie Linda? Is it going to be your schoolmate? So, like, who's going to know the answer to this? And then you always second guess yourself. But there's, like, I didn't realize just how janky it is because there was a question. There was one question in particular that I remember. And, um, the question was asked, and in and in brackets it said, "Check this." So obviously somebody had gone back, <laughs> had gone back and actually checked whether it was a fact or not, but they just left yeah. it on in there. Oh, yeah, so good. I love it. The, the, thi- the, the thing is now, though, Candy. Now you've admitted you've got that. We can stream that online. Together. I am so terribly bad at it, though. Like our record was. Mate, I, I lost before fucking thousand pound question in front of millions. Yeah, it was. You, you just fucked it up at the two hundred pound question. Yeah, yeah but the questions are not stacked correctly. No, they're like not. Sometimes you're gonna, you get you're to the hardest the one. Flash. Yeah, and then questions that no one would ever know are like the two hundred pound question, and we kept getting really difficult questions about DC as well. Like I've unlocked we, my, I've unlocked comics now, and I, I just had a full round of comics, and I got to a million, and I won it. I'm like, I can do this if only this was this was it forever. But no, general see, knowledge we is was, fucking. We were tough. saving up for the Harry Potter one because I would have actually smashed that. <laughs> but no, we kept I mean. getting questions about the Flash. Stig, I don't fucking know. The Flash. Flash. Oh, you should have rung me up, phone a friend. I should have done. <laughs> Good point. He's what you want to get in on the speed run for it. There's only two people on the on the top of the. Uh, Oh, speed to speedrun it. Oh, yeah. What 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 time? How how, how quick have I got to credit? Uh, any percent? One minute eighteen seconds. I can. We can. Candy. We can do it. <laughs> we can do it. We can do I'm it. In. We can be speedrunners. <laughs> Absolutely in for that. I There's so think... many e- easy um achievements you can get on that game as well. You can platinum it in about an hour. Oh yeah. <laughs> get it done. Did, did it for the points. Uh, I also <laughs> played the Forspoken demo. Didn't hit as much as I thought it was going to. Told you I was it was little, shite. Yeah, I, I wouldn't say. Do you know what? I'd like to play it more, but I'm going to definitely wait till it's like on PlayStation Now or something. I, I, think, I think it does I a really bad job at tutorializing it in the demo, doesn't it? It's like go. Yeah, go and, and it's be a really bland bit of scenery that you're playing in as well. Yeah, like it's just a field and a bridge, <laughs> and that's about yeah. it. There was there was just nothing to really kind of grab me. But yeah, the tutorial was questionable. Um, have you not seen the uh, write-up about that? Apparently that game's 50% cutscenes, which it's not a bad thing. It's a story game, you know what I mean? It, it can still be quite long. That's very it's scary, like, Nick, though, isn't it? Yeah, it's Kojima levels of like storytelling. So See, that I'm, brings I'm, me might, back in a It might be brilliant. Yeah, that's what I thought. I'm like, if it's got a really good narrative. Mm. And, and I, there's just a bit I'll, of a grind in between, I think I could live with that. Yeah. But yeah, it's bound to be on PlayStation now. or just If it's 20 quid, yeah. I'll give it a punt, but not 70 quid, whatever it's going to be. It looks it is. pretty. It's out now, it isn't it? Uh, no. Um, uh, it's out it? imminently, I think. This month. Yeah. So I think. Uh, I think. I Get mean, it. I guess all good retailers. That's the risk, isn't it? When you put out a demo, like you might bring some new people on board um, that weren't interested, or you could lose a bit of interest too. And did you see that the the patch the demo as well? Oh, did they? That's <laughs> <laughs> a good sign. <laughs> Well, hopefully I'll be proven wrong, and if the um, if the reviews are better than I expected, I think it's gonna I, I think know. it's gonna land at a massive six out of ten. Yeah, well, on our uh, our gaming league draft on uh, Discord, I put that as my uh, as my counterpick because yeah. I didn't think it was gonna 
I don't think it's going to review particularly well. You didn't do much of a gamble on that, did you, mate? No, not really. I didn't take it. Well, I did gamble on Starfield, though. It's going to be shite. (laughs) That's going to be a five out of ten. That was my counterpose. That was nearly one of mine as well. I'm building a cockpit in my spare room just so I can sit yeah. there and be fully immersed in my... Yeah, but you're, gonna, you're not going to do what Gadget's done. You were so excited for that game that I've been playing that he sent me that's fucking turgid. I can't remember his name. It's just that bad. Callisto. Uh, that's right. And he just admitted it, but he's shite. You're going to be like, Starfield's still good, guys. There's something in there. There's something It's like, Candy, it got a three out of ten. She's There's still, still something there. Fallout 76. I fought hard for Fallout 76. <laughs> There's something really good about it, guys. You've just got to get past the first 45 hours. (laughs) (laughs) Then, mint. Uh, Fuck that. (laughs) I did watch Glass Onion, uh, which is the follow-on from Knives Out, so the second in the Knives Out film. Yeah, disappointed. Um, You can obviously, like, you can tell that they had probably a bit more... Well, it's hard to tell, actually, if the budget was the same and they spent it on set pieces rather than quite so much of a star-studded cast. Although, you know, it as did dis- have... As um, disappointing as that, I think the film and the plot is, I still think Benoit Blanc's fantastic. He was brilliant, and I love how he fully Regardless. led into the campness of it all as well. Yeah. Like, he's actually... Mm. It's it's definitely a little bit less serious, I think, than the previous when, one. When when, yeah. when he walks up in his one-piece swimsuit with the yellow yes. neckerchief on, yes. I was Sens- fucking howling. Yeah. Sensational. If Hugh Grant wasn't enough of a clue. <laughs> no. Yeah. But yeah, I mean, it was enjoyable. It just didn't live up to Knives Out, I didn't think. I thought the, the plot and the writing was just a little bit weaker. Wrong. Um, mm-hmm. I, I enjoyed that it was a little bit of more of a... <laughs> just just turn the tables on her. Yeah. <laughs> no, Because no, I thought it was fantastic. I thought it was fucking brilliant. And, and yet it, it's not as good as oh, Knives Out, but that's not, it's not. Like a bad thing. <laughs> Candy, let's just start our own podcast, mate. I think so, yeah. The realist Terrible, terrible opinions. <laughs> The no, real I mean, I, I found it I just it it didn't compare to Knives Out. I didn't. Oh, think, I was glued you know, the, to like, it. I watched the whole thing in one sitting. I loved it, but I didn't love it. Love it. You know what I mean? It's like mm. if it just came out on its own as a one-off thing, I'd be like, oh, that would brill. But because yeah. of the pedigree of the first one, it hindered it. And yeah. again, I'd watch Benoit Blanc on Homes Under the Hammer. I don't give a fuck. I just watch him. You know, he's fantastic. It, I have I have been brilliant. very much enjoying this trend on on tw- uh, Twitter and TikTok of people like writing out like lines for Benoit Blanc like if he was in Critical Rule or if he was in this <laughs> yeah. video game and in the Muppets in the Muppets, the Muppets. Yeah, it's fucking incredible I think, I think Among Us as well oh yeah <laughs> you can and da- Daniel Craig when he's doing comedy he's fucking good yeah he because is he's such a funny man because he pl- he's like Leslie Nielsen he plays it straight yeah yes yeah. that is exactly and he could do he could do um, is it uh, Naked Gun Naked Gun mm, he could do it yeah he could do it 100%. I mean, that role couldn't be further. Instead, they've got Liam either. Neeson. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God, that's right. I, I um, really liked it. I, I, I figured out the killer because I saw something. I did actually, uh, we did actually mention that because both me and Oh, Kate did you this saw time? It. Saw it. Yeah, well, she saw it as well. She went, Did that just happen? Did you see that? I was like, Yep. Uh, Gadget uh, knows what I'm talking about because I messaged yeah, him about I know it. Talking about, yeah. It and, was... I was like, and at that point, I was like, Right, instantly figured it out. But mm. I didn't see the other thing that happens. Mm hmm. Mm hmm. So I think it unfolds. It's, it's, it's enjoyable. Like I, I didn't stop watching it. I didn't cut away from it at any point. It's just that first one. Mm. Yeah. It, well, mm. yeah. It would be hard to live up to it. But then they've they've signed up for what is it? Like five films? No, it was yeah. three. It was two, two, two more films. Two more. Keep bringing them. Keep doing them. Do yeah, two, I mean, two more serious ones, and then one with the Muppets. 
Yes. Yes. <laughs> oh, yes. Oh, I fucking adore that Muppets one if they did that. Oh, my God. <laughs> Him and Rizzo just out on fucking Prowl. Oh, my God. It was so good. And Gonzo kicking off. I, I mean, do it would think clearly it be good... Miss Piggy being the killer. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Hey, yeah. <laughs> she might be the damsel, though. Who knows? Oh, God, it'd be so No, Kermit good. would be. <laughs> Kermit's a cook. He's not a damsel. He's a cook. <laughs> it's not his fault. It's an abusive relationship. Biggie, have you done anything? Mate? No, I've had a quiet couple of weeks. No. Um, <laughs> I've actually got a hangover after going to a gig last night to go and nice. see uh, a local band called the Frobos. Shout out to Ben and Don Myers, um, part of that band. Frobo stands for Front Bottoms, by the way. Um, and they just do rock classics from the 60s to current, and it was really good. Uh, got a cracking hangover and walked. To the taxi rank with my best mate M. Flem, who walked a bit like Pinocchio on strings. It was fucking hilarious. He was absolutely cunted. <laughs> <laughs> but hey, what I, I did was. I was the first watch... one to say it this year. <laughs> <laughs> and the award for first sea bomb goes too. <laughs> what I did watch were two things. One was called Watcher, and the other one was The Watcher. Are you sure it's not now, The Witcher? Watcher. <laughs> is a Watch 2022 out. psychological thriller. Uh, it was a film written and directed by Chloe Akuno in her theatrical debut and screenwriting debut, might I add, um, from original screenplay by Zach Ford. The film stars Micah Monroe, Carl Glusman, and Bern Gorman. Um, I can't reveal too much about the plot because it would naturally ruin the, the tense thriller, but it's an American couple, Julia and Francis, relocate to Bucharest. They move into an apartment building with a large picture window Julia notices a man looming in the window from the building across the street. Whilst Frances works long hours, Julia grows unnerved by the man in the window who watches her on a daily basis. And the cinematography is incredible. The focus on Michael Monroe, uh, she was in It Follows. Have you seen that? Yeah. She's a standout from that. And she's that. just incredible. The, the camera just absolutely encapsulates her. And she's fantastic. Her performance in this is so, so good. And I loved it from start to finish. Really, really tense. Slow, mm. but great movie. Really just go oh, and watch a movie. That, I thought it was a show. Oh, cool. No, it's awesome. Really, really good. Um, and The Watcher is a um, Netflix American mystery thriller TV series. It's got nothing to do with that one? Nope. Oh. By uh, do you think Ryan Murphy Watcher on by mistake and then realise it? Yeah, he watched them watch both. No, no. <laughs> he's definitely watched them both. They both just both just happened to be uh, two things I was interested in, and with the similar. Tomorrow you title. should watch The Witcher, and then you've done them all. <laughs> <laughs> done them all, mate. Um, this came out um, 2022 as well, and it's loosely based on a 2018 article um, from New York's The Cut. Um, it's based on a true story. Um, but basically, it's a little mini-series of a married couple moving into their dream home, threatened, threatened by terrifying letters from a stalker, which is signed The Watcher. Ooh. It stars Naomi Watts, Bobby Cannavale, yeah. Jennifer Coolidge, um, Mia Farrow, Christopher McDonald, yeah. to name a few. Um, stellar cast. It's really interesting sort of mystery. Um, each episode sort of it, it has red herrings left right and centre so every time you think I know who it is it, you obviously it changes and it's so good it's really well done uh, apparently it's been mm. signed up for a second season um, but we all know how Netflix works and it, it ends well now enough and it's been, it it's reviewed it. really well 
Well, I think it's really good. Really, really interesting. Mm. Um, again, you don't want to talk too much about it, but Jennifer Coolidge is fantastic in it. She literally plays herself as she does in almost every movie she's in. She's really good in this. He's uh, Bobby um, Carnival, the big, hey, I'm a fucking Italian, man. He's just yeah, yeah. That role. He always plays, he he plays, plays that role, doesn't he? Yep. Yeah, I'm he fucking, plays the father. He's fucking really mook. But his <laughs> sort of, Great. his breakdown is his suspicions about who the person is causes havoc in the family as well. Um, but yeah, really, really good, really tense. Um, really, really mm. good show. Loads I of recommend good stuff both so of far. But it's, it's difficult to talk too much about them without obviously going into spoiler territory, yeah. so I'd rather just let people check them out. But I re- recommend both of them without doubt. Excellent. Brilliant, brilliant, brilliant. Gadgets. Hello. Hello. So I'm going to take this opportunity to do my standard watch games done quick because that's kicked off this evening. In fact, I'm currently watching... Are you going to do your usual and let me know what I need to watch, please? Yeah, well, I'm currently watching On Silent in the background, Symphony of the Night. Uh, what? No, T- all- turn this off. Turn this <laughs> off. Let's fucking all, go. All bosses run in 35 minutes. No way, not in Symphony. Well, he's eight minutes in and he's already got the, he's already got the dog form. Fuck uh, off. Yeah. But the, the, <laughs> I mean, I mean the, the, there's, there's loads of ones I'm, I'm looking forward to, like Stray, Ocarina of Time 3D. Um, yes, Metal Gear Solid Five. Um, wow. Uh, well, Ground Zeroes rather. Ground Zeroes getting the perfect run in that? like fifteen minutes. You get an achievement for that as well. Yeah, uh, but the one <laughs> the one that you'll want to look out for, Oodles, is on Thursday. So uh, the day this comes out, um, yep. you'll have to catch up on on YouTube after. I the always fact. do. But Neon White, mm. the actual speed running game. Yeah, he's getting speed run. Um. <laughs> Because I haven't finished the game, you'll know more about this. White's Heaven Rush in 40 yeah. minutes. Fuck off. That's what the Not doing. a chance, not a prayer. <laughs> not going to do it. Well, not yeah. Do it. it took yeah, me 10 it's... hours. Well, yeah, he's apparently doing it in there uh, 40 minutes. So, yeah, this Fuck one, off. yeah, this one is for, because um, it's the winter one. I believe this is the, is this the Prevent Cancer Foundation? Yeah, Prevent Cancer Foundation. Mm-hmm. Make sure you get in. I've bought the T-shirt as usual, and just get donate them some money. They're all lovely, lovely people. It's um, so fun to watch. Yeah. So and yeah, there are loads. Of them. The whole schedule is up right now, and everything gets put up onto um, YouTube after the fact as well. So it doesn't matter if you missed. No, Dark Souls ones this year. Uh, I haven't spotted it, but I'm sure they probably it's been is done somewhere. to death, hasn't it? It's it's been done plenty of times. I don't think there's anything new on there. Hang on, let's have a quick look for Souls. No. Uh, oh yeah, oh, D- Dark Souls Two: Scholar of the First Sin. Ooh, Scholar. Uh, Ooh, one uh, one hour twenty to do all the old souls. Fuck off! <laughs> <laughs> These people are insane. That's the, that's oh. the, that's that's to, to, towards the end of it. I mean, I mean, immediately after that run is Legend of Zelda: Link to the Past, hundred <sighs> percent in an, in an hour and fifteen. We had that glitch, that known glitch that gets you to the last boss in a minute. You boy, X the hundred percent in it. Oh fucking hell! So yeah, I want, I want to see some Monster Hunter ones, but I don't know if you can speed run Monster Hunter. Yeah, That's you the can. There, ha- there, there has been ones. Uh, they, they haven't done it this time, but I'm sure they did Monster Hunter Rise at one point, and they've done because um... it's out. It's out this month. Monster Hunter Rise, guys, on PlayStation. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> um, and uh, last one, Metal Gear Solid Three Snake Eater, one hour twenty five on European Extreme. Fuck off! You can't even get spotted. Yeah. <laughs> so, but so the stuff I've done this week. So, quick mention because I've had a very uh, Taika Waititi based week this week because uh, on iPlayer, both uh, season four of What We Do in the Shadows 
and the Got first season of our flag means death dropped on the yeah, I've seen this that week. as well. The so pirate we, one. Yeah, so we watched all of season four of What We Do in the Shadows. We're at three episodes into Our Flag Means Death, which is fucking great because it's Reese Darby playing a fop of a pirate. I had to watch that last year on Daily Motion because <laughs> 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 it weren't it weren't available over here. So I watched Impact. I've watched it all. It's really good, isn't no, it? Reese it, Darby's it, so good. Yeah. It's taken ages for both those shows to come over here because season four of uh, Shadows was out. Yeah, in done the ages of ago, last year. Yeah, uh, in America. So it's only just come out over here, which is really frustrating. But it was a very good series. Now, really, but. Um, but the main thing I've been doing this week is playing a video game. I've been playing Ghostwire Tokyo. Oh, yes. I want to know about this, please. Yeah. So uh, this is an action-adventure game from, uh, Tango. from Tango Gameworks, yeah, which is uh, Shinji Mikami's studio. But Godfather. Not, yeah, but not directed by Shinji Mikami because the whole remit with Tango is that he wants to give opportunities to younger developers and younger directors. Yep. So this one is directed by, I think it's his first game, actually. This is Kenji Kimura. Kimura, didn't he? No, no. Ignore me. Ignore me. <laughs> I mean, the, 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 there are there are quite a lot of um, kind of luminaries around him from the company who are helping. I'm, him I'm pretty sure there's a Kimura attached to the last uh, Devil May Cry Five. I think sure, you might man. be right. I can't remember. Yeah. Uh, but so this game, you play a kid called. Uh, I'm trying to find his name because I can't remember his name. I think it's Akito. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. You, you you play a kid called Akito, so he is in Tokyo, and kind of everybody dies, like everybody Shit. just Shit. drops dead. But it's it's, it's, it's it's kind of like a rapture kind of a, a event because just their bodies disappear. Mm. But Ooh. the the difference with Akito is he's killed like seconds before this because he gets hit by a bus. Everyone else so just he escapes kind of, the rapture. Yeah, and he gets uh, there is a there is a spirit who um, called KK who is um, roaming around looking for a body to, to occupy so he can do his mission. And he sees yeah. that the only body left around is Akito. So he goes into it and you have a ghost in your head who talks yes. to you. Um, and it helps you through this mystery. Uh, in the process of it, so Akito was, got run over because he was rushing to get to the hospital because his sister was in great peril with her illness. Mm-hmm. Um, as, so he forces uh, KK to help him get to his sister. And when they get there, this man in a Hanaya mask, and the character is just known as Hanaya, is in the hospital room and takes Akito's sister. And the, oh, sto- and the story of the game is then the finding out why everybody suddenly died, but also finding out what, this, what, Hanaya, what Hanya is up to and finding um, his sister. And I'm about halfway through in the game, and this game got kind of a bit dropped in the... Um, in the in the it review did, scores it, when it, it came it, out, it got, it, it got bad negativity for things I love. <laughs> That's the problem. The thing is, what, people say, it was so grindy. I'm like, it. what's wrong with that? Yeah, and I, I I think people expected something different to what they actually got with this one, like Evil Within. Yeah, because like this, this isn't really a horror game. This is more of an action adventure game, but it's got creepy mm. elements to it. There is obviously this whole kind of traditional Japanese ghost thing going on in the background. Yokai. Lots of yokais. Yeah. Um, it's creepy, but you kind of walk around this very empty Tokyo and it's fucking beautiful. It's actually one of the chillest games I've ever played. It's, uh, it's, it's lovely because Tokyo is realized so well and like you can go into like kind of Google, like Google Maps and see these are real streets. Like you get to the Shibuya Crossing, it is as impressive as it should be. Should be I've seen on that yeah. Resident Evil film. Yeah. 
Um, but it's all real Famously. places. Real place in Japan. Half the shops are kind of real places. Like obviously some things. Don, are, Don Quixote, some... everywhere. Yeah, yeah. There's one. Of the, I've seen a few of them going around. <laughs> Fuck um, it. It's like it. It takes like that level of detail that Yakuza is very good at, but then expands yeah. it to be a huge chunk of the city rather so than. So Yakuza like a makes makes it up, doesn't it? It makes it up, but it looks real. Yeah, if this is real Tokyo. That's yeah, cool. That's cool. Um, the game, the, the the gameplay also involves so uh, your kind of general day to day gameplay. You're going around the streets. You will find these uh, things. They're called um, visitors, mm-hmm. um, which are the ghosts, and they are kind of vague, slender man kind of things. Like they're kind of they're kind of salary men in suits, but their faces are kind of blacked out with cloth, mm-hmm. uh, and and they will rush you. And the combat is you have like different kinds of magic that KK provides you. First um, person. First person, and you're just hurling magic at them. It's not the most detailed or, inten- or intense combat system, but it works. It's flashy, and it can be really impactful, and it can be quite tense when you've got, like, 15 mm. enemies rushing at you, and you need to kind of, like, balance around your ammo and, like, and uh, do finishing moves to get your ammo back and stuff like that. Um, I can see why people were disappointed with it, but also I really, really am enjoying it. It's a lovely Yeah, I want to play it as well. There Maybe is... It, it, it's, it's got that... At first, I was worried it would be a little bit like an Ubisoft collectathon, and it's got elements of that in. But I think it works out because it just you are ex- the chunks of Tokyo that you unlock. You have to find Tory gates to um to, to unlock yeah. bits of the map. It's better than like a like an Ubisoft game or like Days Gone was because the areas that you're unlocking aren't enormous, so you can clear you can hit and clear each area pretty quickly. So you you're not getting that's what like, I like about games though. Yeah. You, you know, but. So you've got that same function, but you're not getting spammed with icons. It gets overwhelming. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, you know, you only ever have like maybe like three or four side quests to do at any given time. And each one of them takes about 10 minutes to do. The main quests take about an hour to do. And it's only an 11 or 12 hour game if you're just mainlining it. Um, mm, oh, it's really well put together. It's, it's really well put together. It's, um, oh, you'll love the fucking collectathon thing. Because the one thing I don't like in the collectathon is you see kind of spirits that are floating around that you can you rescue. Yeah, um, the lost spirits. There's two hundred and four thousand of them. Easy that. <laughs> Easy. I mean, granted, each one you pick up is is several hundred to a thousand at a time, but still, two hundred and four thousand. The scale is off the fucking charts. Get that in a week, mate. <laughs> you probably would. Uh, but yeah, I, I I think people should have another look at Ghostwire Tokyo because I think it's a lot better than people gave it credit for. Yeah. It's not a ten out of ten game. It's a solid seven or eight out of ten. But it's really enjoyable. It's really chill. This is a perfect audiobook slash podcast game. You can just have some stuff playing in the background. Just pause it when a cutscene comes up. Cutscenes are really well delivered. The acting is good. The graphics are beautiful. Um, it's just it's not the Evil Within, and I think people will let down. People wanted the Evil Within three, and this this isn't it. But it's a still that's coming out though. It hasn't even been announced. No, it will. That's what I'm saying. All right, the, um, the last and left on a cliffhanger. True, but yeah, Ghost uh, yeah Ghostwire Tokyo is really good. People should give it a chance. Mm, I, I'm 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 keen, 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 keen. I'm some, sure I'm sure it'll hit PS Plus at some point this year. Didn't you um? Didn't you do something else this week, Adjit? <laughs> yeah, I watched fucking Fast and Furious Seven last night. Yeah, boy, it's coming back. <laughs> the crowd goes wild. The boys are back. The family's back together. Oh yes. God, I was so fucking angry at that film. Have you watched it yet, Biggie? Miserable, miserable. No, I will be. You could have watched it this morning when you're hungover. No, I wasn't. I was with my daughter. 
She could have watched it. It's a good family romp. No, it would have been Lots me dropping them. <laughs> <laughs> Loads of asses in it. Yeah, there's asses in it. Oh, people, so people film. keep in count. The first male gaze happens within the first five minutes. Excellent. Perfect. Perfect. I see no Stone issue. <laughs> so look forward to that, please, patrons. The family's back in town. It's it's happening. It's back on. Because Stig's forced them to at gunpoint. Yeah. <laughs> he literally went to their house and forced them. <laughs> they promised the and people. I, yeah, and mm. I watched the extended edition as well. So I've watched even more of it voluntarily. You've seen Extra more punishment. of Fast 7 than I have. Yeah. I've not yeah. seen the extended it's edition. Like, you're, it, you're more of an expert than me. It's a two-hour, 20-minute film without extended. So I don't yeah. know how long the extended one is. Two hours to return it of was, the king. It was ten, ten minutes of added scenes. Oh god! I'm so I don't. So I don't think any of them were necessary. <laughs> I'm so happy for the patrons because it's, it's what they've been yearning for. Mm. Didn't they get one episode last year? One episode. <laughs> yeah, they did. What is it? Who are you? Who are? Excellent, excellent. Get that done, and then we're going to do Kenny Potter. So get that done. Get that done. Ooh, excellent, excellent. Let's get on to the main topic. Come on now. We're talking about things we find funny because it's funny month. Funny month. Everybody's funny and having a fun time. Um, It's kind of a bit of a free-for-all. This is what we find funny and stuff. So let's start with Candy. What do you find funny? I've got in media, obviously. I've got loads of things that I find funny. I've written them all down. I can you can't just pinpoint one funny thing, can you? That's the funniest. So in no particular order. Don't worry. Tenacious D. I'm starting off with, especially the first album that they did. I love the skits in between them. I love the Tenacious D film. I love the Tenacious D HBO season. Uh, series that they did. Did you? Really? Just so daft. Yeah, completely. I just, I love it. Just everything about it. It's just, wow. I, You're such it, a it fucking just... stoner, mate. It's, it's unbelievable. Well, do you know what? I started watching it before I ever, I, I only started smoking weed when I was about 35. Yeah, but you were destined. 35. You were destined I was to do de- it. Yeah, no, I was destined. Do you know what? I'm the most, so well, not sober, but I'm the most unhigh Kevin Smith and Tenacious D fan ever. Like it's a surprise that the the weed kicks in. Quite well, wasn't so late. wasn't Kevin Smith sober while he was doing all those films, and le- lately he's just a massive stoner again. I think he only became a stoner later in life. Like I think it's yeah, like the last like ten you. years. You're basically Kevin Smith of Bristol. I am, and I will happily take that title. <laughs> uh, what else have we got? Uh, Mrs. Doubtfire, absolutely love that. I thought you said Mrs. Brown's boys. Mrs. Brown's boys, <laughs> yes, absolutely love it. Can't beat it. But in particular, did you know it was a man? Could you tell? <gasps> what? <laughs> Big twist at the tell. end. Massive. You know that it's in not even a cases. real house; it's a set. Shut up. <laughs> you fucking what? But yeah, particularly the restaurant scene. Um, oh god! It's, and it's just I, like a masterclass like from Robert Williams. Yeah. And it used to. Do you know what that that scene as well? It used to make me cringe. And the more I watch it, the more I just, I just can't. Like, there's really f- like it sounds funny to say in a comedy film, but that's really, really what I would call like fine acting. And just Robin Williams's timing and everything—it's just absolutely spot on. But it's en- it's endlessly quotable. And I remember that I was at a um. I was at a festival and I'd been at the 
I've been at the front barrier for hours and hours waiting to see this band next to a complete old crab cow just moaning and saying she was getting shoved and jostled and she just wasn't in the festival spirit. And just before the band that I was waiting to see come on, out of the air came a fucking apple core and got her right in the eye. And off she, and off she fucked. And somebody about three rows behind me said, oh, it was a run by fruiting. And like, the entire crowd just absolutely went off. It was the funniest thing ever. But no, just absolutely love, love Mrs. Doubtfire. And that's one of my feel-good films as well. Yeah, I'm but don't you think there's like. a sinister, sinisterism to Mrs. Doubtfire? The fact that Sally Fields could never pull Piers Brosnan in real life. We've seen State of Piers Brosnan, that is stunning. And Sally Fields oh, is, is just is Sally a... Fields. She's just... You know what I mean? It's like, she's a nice Piers person. Brosnan is fucking James Bond and she's pulled him. <laughs> I, I, I always really feel bad for any actor that has to act opposite um, Robin Williams. It's not fair, is it? Yeah. You're literally just a support. That's well, it, it, it's, it, it's like, how can anyone stay a professional when you've got him? Because obviously most of what Robin Williams would do in his comedy yeah. films is just riff. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It just keeps yeah. going and then it just gets edited into something that makes sense. That, yeah, chaotic, that chaotic scene how- in the, with, with the cream and stuff, and that's so yeah. good. <laughs> like, if, like, if you're Pierce Brosnan in that, in that restaurant scene, how are you doing that with a straight face? <laughs> I don't know. How it's alone, looking pissed off. <laughs> oh. They must have had so many takes. Like there must have been a lot of like cheek sucking to keep him in. And I bet he yeah. sat there. It's Piers Brosnan going. I've just been uh, accepted for James Bond, and I'm sat here doing this. <laughs> what an honour, though. What an what absolute honour. Honor. He must have seen himself how brilliant it was. Oh, and also, he must actually, have done. Me, like moving on from Mrs. Delphi, and I didn't write it down, but I'll include it anyway. The Birdcage. Birdcage yes. is so good. Love that film. And I haven't so seen good. it in years, which is probably why I forgot to write it down. But I just such a super gay, film. super fun. Super gay, super fun. And mm. if you haven't seen it, because it's quite old now, and I, I've spoken to a lot of people about it that have just never it's, even heard of it. So like ninety three, ninety four, maybe. Yeah. Even, give it like a that. watch. It's um, it's a, a senator's daughter invites her parents round to have dinner with her boyfriend. Who own a um, drag bar? Yes, and very they're very very gay. Oh, super and, gay! Uh, and hijinks continue. But you have to pretend you have to pretend to be straight, don't they? Yeah, but it's that, com- it's that combination of Nathan Lane and Robin Williams. <clears> Nathan Lane's like, oh, so Nathan good in that. Both too. wild improvisers. Uh, there's there's one gag. It's not even the best gag in the film, but it's one that just makes me chuckle all the time. And it's you know they're they're starting they're trying to de-gay where they yeah. live. <laughs> Ungay, uh, uh, ungay. Senator, come around and uh, Agador, their houseboy, Hank Azaria, played, played by Hank Azaria <laughs> of all people, is still cleaning it's the a little pool, just, boy, isn't it? Yeah, just wearing a g-string. He says, "Can we get a straight pool boy?" Says, Does one exist? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> it's just—it's not the best gag in the film, but it's one that sticks with me. It's so funny. It's so yeah. good. Please get Love that it. watched. Uh, carrying on with films, Anchorman as well. Um, it's my favorite mm-hmm. frat pack film. I think it's yep. just a, another one that's just endlessly quotable. And it it's probably looks actually a little bit dated now. If you sort of, I'm, I'm sure some of the jokes are probably a little bit maybe frowned upon. Um, but I, I mean, still think no, it's absolutely- no, Nothing tops the news battle where he kills a man with a trident. <laughs> I think you've got to leave town. I think you no might faces. have to leave town for a while. Might have to lay low. I actually <laughs> quoted the outcome the other day something. I darted something. 
uh, and I went, you destroyed something I love. Now this is happening. I just punted one of her teddies. I'm in a glass cage of emotion. Yeah, that's, that's, the, that's the one that I use quite often. Milk was a yeah. bad choice. Yeah. I can oh, barely God. hear what you're saying. I cannot understand a word. Um, it's, it's, it, it's the Jack Black cameo for me, that one. just it Because it's so fun. Because he kicks the fucking dog off the bridge. I mean, that is just, oh, it's unreal. And the noise. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> and it just goes spinning as well. Baxter, no! Works twice if you're in Milwaukee. Yeah. <laughs> oh God, I love it. Oh, Step Brothers God. as well is a film. Gets that pack uh, the thing is, we Anchorman though. The film was so good. They made a film out of the outtakes of it. That's right, and it's completely <laughs> different. It's mental. It's mental. And then, and then they made a sequel that they should never have made. Oh God, they that's really shite. That's shite. No. Yeah. They have lost their funny edge, all of them. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. I don't know. I think Paul Rudd still has it. Mm, I don't he, think he does, mate. Yeah, he was <laughs> never the main, was he? No, I don't think he does. No. Yeah. Um, the second one's just too, probably too improvised. Yeah, maybe. Like, there's no I, structure, quite, no structure to it. Quite forced, wasn't it? I thought. Remember that shit with the dolphin? What the fuck? No. No, exactly. I don't remember, I don't remember I, anything from that film other than the. Extended, there's a dream sequence where he, 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 he like calls him with a dolphin. More celebrities now. Yeah, just, Brad Pitt turns up. I genuinely I remember, can't remember the plot of that film. I remember the slow motion bus crash, and I just remember a scorpion flying through the air, and that's Is it. Is that bit when, it, when, he, when, he's, when he's with that woman, he's like, I'm having interracial sex, I never thought this would happen. That's about as funny as it gets, and it's not mm. that funny. I turned off the film at the bus crash. Just couldn't, I couldn't hack yeah, it anymore. Not, yeah. Well, pretend it didn't exist. Not worth Oh, when, when, uh, <laughs> when Brick says, um, Bat is the chicken of the cave, that's a funny joke. That's a funny joke. Because he has deep fried bat. That's oh, a funny right. joke. That's Doesn't a funny he own, like, joke. A for it. Yeah, but remember. it's bat. He owns a chicken <laughs> restaurant, but it's bat. Yeah, that's right. It's a chicken of the cave. That's a funny joke. Mm. <laughs> but that's not worth it, is it? It's not worth it. No, it's like Zoolander 2, isn't it? Go away. Oh, that God. happened as well, didn't it? <laughs> yeah. Although the original Zoolander, again. Sensational. That was a good one. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, so moving on kind of more to, yeah, stand ups. Ultimate stand up com- uh, comedian for me, Billy Connolly. The way he, the he doesn't tell. He doesn't tell jokes, he tells stories. And mm-hmm. he could just as, you know, he's, he's a working class guy and he could just be your local kind of eccentric down the pub telling these hilarious stories. But the way he commands the audience, absolutely brilliant. I, I couldn't even put my finger on my favorite, we'll call it a sketch, like the favorites, my favorite sketch of his, because all of it is just, I absolutely mm. love it. Um, I, I never th- cotton on massively to Billy Connolly. I respect him. I've always like laughed, but he's never been my my thing. Do you get what I mean? He's very clever. Even, even away from the funny side, like just like listening to him. I like yeah. him. Talk about stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that's it's all he does, like. really, isn't he? He just talks about stuff, and it's just hilarious. The stuff, the stuff mm. he's been releasing over the last couple of years since he's gotten quite ill, and he, it's kind of been more like. It's almost like he's doing a talking memoir whenever he does it. Introspectives, isn't it? I think right, it's, it's, it's what really fascinating to listen to. He, he won't do stand up anymore. He said, "No, oh, no, no, no." He's he's been he's been retired from stand up for a few years now because he's got dementia. Is it? Uh, it is dementia. So, yes, it is a, a brain some form. Yeah, Parkinson's basically, that he just yeah. he said, "I don't want to get to the point where I'm halfway through a joke and I forget forget what forget yeah. what I'm talking about." So mm. yeah, he says and that has happened. Yeah. So it's just like nah. Yeah, yeah. Na- leave leave him be. Let him rest. Be. Let the man rest. I, 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 like I said, I don't want this to go out that I'm not a Billy Connolly fan. I'm just saying that. Don't. Yeah. D- that's not a quote. <laughs> I'm not. 
I, I do like hate the Scottish Colin. people. No, I don't hate Scottish people. I'm actually going to talk about Scottish people on my bit. Shut up. They're hilarious. Uh, Mickey Flanagan as well, especially the uh, maintaining the peep sketch. Um, with my stand, with the com- with the comedians that I've chosen, I'm not going to go through and just go through their sketches, but just sort of the highlight ones. But Mickey Flanagan as well, another sort of working class bloke that you could just have a like chat him. with down the pub. And going out, out as well. Everyone says you're going out. Uh-uh, going out. You're going out or you're going out, out. Um, Imagine if Biggie had some helium. That's what it sounds like, doesn't it? <laughs> <laughs> uh-uh, going out. Uh-uh. Helium and a wig. Yeah, and a big oh, wig. Oh, wow. <laughs> uh, spaced, I've talked about it. Yes. Ad nauseum at this, but the episode in particular where they go to Camden on a night out and it ends <laughs> in a slow motion <laughs> finger gun battle. It just. Yeah. I, yeah mate, this be... isn't weed. It's oregano. How do you know? I'm doing, doing catering. I'm a reports. catering student. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I love all space, but I, I, I do love that episode where they go to see uh, David Walliams in that play. It's not finished. <laughs> It's yeah, finished. I love that one. <laughs> it's the, the Robot Wars episode for me. Oh, God, it's yeah. It's, uh... <laughs> it's so That's good. That's not fair. That's not fair. No smoking. So good. But yeah, there, there used to be a break in space when it was um, first shown. And I remember we, we watched that one episode in particular. And the break came on. I was absolutely laughing. And I was still laughing from the first half when the second half came on. <laughs> <laughs> um, really good. Really good. Bill Bailey, another one of my favourite stand-ups, the way he uses music and um, the way he changes uh, pop songs to to Cockney pub ditties is a (laughs) favourite of mine. And also he does a sketch where he's talking about the sound of um, like police cars and uh, ambulance uh, sirens from different countries. So he does the regular one on his keyboard. And then he'll do, do another one and uptune it so it sounds like an um, ambulance going into space. And then he does the French one that sounds like just the, the accordion pulled back and forth. Yeah. That just ha- yeah. <laughs> yeah, had cool. me howling. Um, we, we, we saw him during the pandemic. They, they, they did the, this big kind of socially distanced, socially distanced arena thing in Newcastle. And uh, we got tickets to see him. We were like front row on it. And it was, it, was great. it was great. We just had like a little pod of us like separated from other people. This is like the August of the first year of the pandemic, so it's yeah, like when people just experimenting to get stuff done. And uh, it was it was great because you could see he was having great fun. But there's there's one thing every time I've seen that either Bill Bailey live or seen like a Bill Bailey um, live show when he brings out his theremin, there's a point where he's showing what it does, and he just like puts his hand to it and it makes sound, <laughs> and he just he has this little giggle every time. It's like it's still amusing to him that it does this. I saw I saw him live years ago, and the supporting act was Sean Locke. And that was just. That Ooh, was just oh, that would have been a game. That were like yeah. that were like Ooh. three hours of just, I could not breathe. Both of them. <laughs> Sean Lott was incredible. Just, comedian's comedian, wasn't he? And yeah. and then Bill Bailey after him, and he got Sean Lott back out to help him to do something. Oh, fucking sensation! Mm. It don't get better than that. He loves him some really download done. festival as well, Bill Bailey. Like if you ever go to, oh, he's always at festivals, just, isn't he? Yeah, he's just milling about with a crowd and everything. He doesn't care. And he also did yeah. the air horns to um, Metallica. Yeah, I remember that? I think that I, was. A I, damage, I, love, I love his. I love his famous skit. His bit where he talks about how uh, he he was gonna. He, he went for the uh, uh, Lord of the Rings. For he went to a casting on that, and he didn't do his normal accent because he thought they wouldn't want it. And then everyone turns out to have his accent yeah. in the film. <laughs> <laughs> he fucking looks like and a dwarf, look. for fuck's sake! <laughs> exactly. <laughs> he made a Genius. good hobbit. Absolutely. Yeah, he would. 
Genius. Ed- Eddie Izzard as well, the cake or death. I oh, love, love yeah. Eddie Izzard. Cake or death sketch, well. the beekeeper, and my absolute favourite was the, uh, when the, the naming of Engelbert Humperdinck. Humperdinck. Yeah. <laughs> when they're going through Slap like the, back. The, the, yeah. <laughs> I, think they, I think they get funnier as, as, as they get older. I think Eddie Izzard just gets better. Yeah. I, it, it's, oh, God. When they they were on um oh what were they on um, they were on a talk show recently just after they'd done some marathoning oh my god just how how he just does it does not want to be this so he just breaks all this talk show down it's like a fucking partridge sketch and I'm just like Eddie is a genius yeah I, well a lot of comedians him. as well are so they, I think you'd be surprised at just how clever a lot of comedians are because you, yeah. you can't you you have to be so sharp and so quick and everything. I think it's Jack's, Jack Black's parents are both rocket scientists. So yes. he's obviously like, his shit is probably operating on a fairly high level, I think. And you I wouldn't mean, think smart of guy. Him, yeah, I mean, you wouldn't necessarily think of him as a particularly kind of uh, smart comedian either. He's just kind of more slapstick. But mm-hmm. I, I think, he, yeah, you know, he, 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 there's a brain A lot of comedians there. are troubled people, aren't they? Troubled souls. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, yeah. You have to be to want to be a comedian. Yeah, laughing clowns and all <laughs> that, whatever. The sad clowns mm. or whatever they call them. Monty mm. Python as well. Didn't they meet in um, uni doing like astrophysics or something? Yes. Oxford, Cambridge. Oh, oh my all, God. Well, them, them folks. Mm. Yeah. Mm, really good. Really good. Uh, so moving on, I do like the Angry Joe show. I discovered Angry Joe when I was watching uh, reviews for Fallout 76. I don't know what uh, Angry Joe is. Uh, get just basically the YouTuber that shouts a lot. A game, yeah, a game <laughs> Closing the name. Ang- Angry Joe. <laughs> Um, but yeah, okay. I, disco- I discovered him when I Not was Not related watching, uh... to Kurt, by any chance. <laughs> She's <Possibly. dad. laughs> Uh But yeah, I really enjoy he does the um, his angry reviews and he always does a bit of a skit and dresses up. And so he's not really his... angry, he's, he's, he's putting an act on. I think he's pretty angry. All right. <laughs> Were we saying angry or are we saying passionate? I think maybe passion. passion. He talks okay. loudly with shouty. passion. <laughs> mm, okay. Shouty. Shout, shouty, yeah. Like- um, on the similar vein, Angry Gamer Nerd. Yeah. I don't know, I don't know what that is either. He's... You've seen Angry Video Game Nerd. Angry Video Game Nerd. You will have seen at some point. Oh, but not realised who it was. Yeah, yeah. And he's so funny. Mm. Like, it's just, the, more, the, the, the the further he's got on as well, and the more money he's made, like, the production of his videos has obviously, like, just gone up. Just getting angrier. <laughs> but, but, like, when he, he used to be getting angry at games he disliked, then it got to be the point where it was just like, right, he's going to do an episode on Doom. You can't get angry at Doom. He's just like, no. this game is fucking amazing. He's just like, he's just like, if I said oh, fucking up time, and, he's, and he's, he's angry at how good it is. He's, he's, he's aggressively just so happy fun. about it. Yeah. It's, 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 one, it's one of the things, as time's, as time's gone on, Angry Video Game Nerd, I've liked him less and less. Like, I don't like his new stuff because it doesn't seem like he's putting the effort in anymore. But the, the, uh, the early, maybe the first five or six seasons of what he did was, it's incomparably funny. Oh, yeah. It's mm. so good because he gets so fucking wound up by it. That, that, and it's an act, that, but it's so good. But that that quote I'd use when we talk about video games that we struggled with as our kid, and I was talking about the turtle one. Yeah, and it's like, oh, like the rant he has at the end of that episode is just phenomenal. Like so good. <laughs> um, honest game trailers as well. Honest trailers and honest game trailers. That's actually on my list, so that leads on pretty well. Um, yeah, especially if you, yeah, ha- have a look at that on YouTube too. Um. But other than that, I think a lot of what I find funny is accidental funniness. Whether that you be like in, people falling over, I like people falling over. Whether that be fail you know, army, slaps, who doesn't? Fail army, 
kids getting hurt. Um, <laughs> oh, drunk yeah. people. Not literally kids getting hurt, although it's it's an Instagram. No, it's funny. Kids getting hurt. They they don't die. It's fucking or funny. They just get. Fit. No, not, it, no, that's funny. kids getting killed. That's a different. Yeah, I don't. Instagram. I don't watch that one. No, drunk, drunk people falling over it. as well. Oh, oh, oh <laughs> Stig! New Year's resolution. Stig's going to be the problematic one. We're back with the vengeance. <laughs> um, I like it though. Yeah, drunk drunk people falling over as well, and I. So I'm thinking. I'm thinking a few of a few of my highlights in life of of the funniest things that I've seen. Like recently, there was a good one. I was in the cinema, and it was a guy. I can't remember if I've told this story or not before, but he was walking. It, it, the lights had gone down, and he was carrying a massive thing of popcorn. Came up the stairs, tripped over on one side, and kind of went hurtling. You see, all this popcorn just fly into the air, goes <laughs> hurtling into one row. Kind of gathers himself, gets the popcorn. Comes up a few more stairs, trips up, goes into the other side of the row, popcorn everywhere, and he's just lost, just lost all of it. <laughs> so um, that was a good one. But I just, I think I'm from like a long line. I'm from a particularly clumsy family. Like I'm from a long line of people that do not professional clumsiers. Yeah, we don't we don't stay up well as as a family. Um, so feel we, like the Darwin Award to looking over here all the time. Pretty pretty much. There's been several occasions. Well, there's been several occasions where several family members have all ended up on the floor simultaneously trying to save each other. But we also <laughs> like kind of comedy of errors. Are you fucking type, dominoes or something? <laughs> basically, yeah, we are a domino type bunch. Um, which is strange because we're all short and have big feet, so you'd think we'd stay up pretty well. Um, oh, like penguins, they're short and have big feet, and they yeah. get flopped over all the time. You're a bunch oh, of penguins. Love it and slide about a bit like us, really. Yeah. But yeah, yeah, kind of comedy of errors type situations. And a good one went, was when I was at Frankie and Benny's. And you know how they turn oh, the someone's lights earning. down? I know, right? Uh, cheap, cheap Italian food. Um, so they always <laughs> put the lights down and they'll do the big kind of birthday thing. And um, they'll come out and everyone pretends cake. it's the birthday. Yeah. So, so the lights go down. The song comes on. These poor um, workers start coming out the door. They've got this lit cake. The door kind of flies back onto this poor lady who's carrying the cake. Um, kind of knocks it out, knocks it out of her hands, and the I can't remember what, what it was. That, oh yeah, it, it gra- kind of, what, was gravity involved. So what happened was one of the candles hit the balloon, which then burst the balloon, and then okay. that blew out all the other candles. So she had to, <laughs> they had to kind of like. Just retire back into the kitchen, and all the lights came back up, and they just had another one. Is, is that your anecdote? No, I got another one, but that was it's funny. It's pure, mate. No, I like it. It's pure. And um, <laughs> another one, and this was my dad as well, and it was just a complete family of chaos. I just and imagine he, your dad to look like you, same hair, just with an handlebar moustache. There's no moustache, but pretty much me. Yeah. Yeah. Short, yeah. shorter hair. Um. And he was once, we, he had this, the phone went off. He used to have one of those um, dial phones, rotary phones. <laughs> and he, um, <laughs> I remember them. Dial, you know, with those dial phones. He, he kind it's of. What they called one. again? <laughs> you know, dialy phones. It's called a telephone. <laughs> it was a rotary phone. This is an important part of it. But he, kind of stumbled, <laughs> he kind of stumbled on his way to answer the phone. He had, this, uh, he had a whiskey in his hand. He. Knocked over a light, which then knocked over the whiskey, which then ignited, 
the entire desk because the electricity had got to it. What? And it was just this complete moment of absolute grew, chaos in, in the space of about ten. Yeah, in the space of laughing. about ten seconds, the light had smashed. The desk was on fire. And <laughs> just on evil. Just, just, you, you just sat there, just like absolutely howling while everyone's running around, like yeah. on fire. Yeah. And you're just like, ha, and then, Joe, help yeah. us for fuck's sake, help us! We're I dying. Was about four at the time. I didn't really she, know what she, to do. She's that little girl in the meme that's grinning as the house in the background is on fire. Yeah, yeah, she is. That was exactly. It. I planned it all myself. And yeah, all this like chaos and destruction. He answered the phone absolutely perfectly. You would never think there was anything wrong. Hello, like that. <laughs> like, yeah. I nearly died. Legs Hello. on fire. It's just like, just, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, dead bodies <laughs> in the background. Everything house burned down. I like it. Yeah, just completely ridiculous spills. Love them. <laughs> Excellent. Excellent. That's a nice little um, rummage in your little uh, humour brain there. Um, I'll go next. Um, it's very similar to how Caddy's put it. I've just got things that like that I like, like comedians and stuff. So my favourite type of like comedy is, I don't know if it's got, it's like regional comedy where, because for years I thought I just liked English comedy. Just, uh, but I was so, I was so wrong. Like I love it when like just a couple of like, here we go, Stig, a couple of Scottish guys get together and they don't fucking care that no one knows what they're talking about, but they're still having a good time. You know what I mean? I fucking love that when, there's some passion there, and I, I like it when people, you know, from misery, they get they bring comedy out of it. Mm. If you get what I mean, uh, poverty, misery, working class, that kind of thing. I mean, even some middle class and fucking higher class people can be funny. <clears throat> but yeah, I like I like when they don't explain terms that they're talking about, and you've got to do your own little bit of research to it. And not just Scottish, but I like I really, really, really like uh, Kiwi comedy, New Zealand comedy. I think they've got such a, like, like Taika Waititi and his group, uh, Jermaine Clements and Reese Darby, those people. I think they've got a really good grasp on um, sarcasm. Which it's a, it's a very British style of humour, isn't it? Yeah. Mm. Like, Sarcasm's one of my favourite types of humour in general. It's, I think that's why what we do in the shadows translated so well to a TV show be with oh, God, yeah. three British lead actors. Yes. Yeah, because it just makes sense, doesn't it? We understand that in, in, in that, like, misery and stuff, there is funniness to it. and. Just, just I like snacks. You know, when you watch, like, I've seen What We Do in the Shadows about 400 times, when you're still grasping these odd little words that they're saying in the background that's funny. Like when, when you do edit to this podcast and you hear little, uh, some of Biggie's little quips that you don't normally hear. Yeah. I think that's funnier that, that you have to have a second listen to it. Do you know what I mean? I, I don't know. There's something, I, there must be a word for it, but I, I do like that repeated viewing type comedy. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> also, it's, I like. It's, it's always good that a comedy can stand up when you've heard the joke before. Yeah. Exactly. Like yeah. I, fi- I find a lot of American comedies don't work work that well. Like no, they don't. You, you'll get it. You'll get a titter. You'll get a big laugh or whatever. But then you watch it back again, and it's just like, yeah, it's not the same, not, is it? It's not the same. Like people the like time. people cream over Peter Kay, and he just does like normal garlic bread, observational stuff. And I just think it's a bit. No, 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 no. no P- Peter Kay doesn't do normal observation. What Peter Kay does was, do you remember what your nan did eight years ago? It's yeah. just, it's 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 kind of. It's like lowest common denominator, isn't it? It's like it is, everyone it's, does it, remember the phone book, but he'll make a joke about the phone book. Yeah, it's 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 the it's he takes the low hanging fruit of people's nostalgia. Yeah, and I don't, I don't dislike him. Don't get me wrong. I just don't oh, think I do. that's funny. No, no, because I think like when he did Phoenix Nights, I think that's genius. I know comedy, mate. That was twenty three years ago. I know it was. <laughs> <laughs> He's not doing anything since. But that's that shit is genius because it's all those 
little backhanded co- comments that side actors are saying. You know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, yeah. That's the smart stuff. And I do like how Americans now have, have changed. Like, there's, there's certain comics now, especially in podcasting, seems like you've got people like Theo Vaughn, and he's up-and-coming stand-up. He's, I don't like his stand-up, but I like his podcasting. He had fucking one of the world's smartest men on, Neil deGrasse Tyson, on his podcast. And you know what he asked him? He asked him if space was gay. because he doesn't give a shit and I like these comedians that don't give a shit but they're not being mean about I'm not talking Frankie Boyle they literally don't give a shit and they want to upset people people that don't give a shit of themselves being themselves and I like that about people and I like that kind of comedy I I can't honestly say it's honest comedy but it's earnest if you get me do you know what I mean yeah like, of course he's going to ask if space is gay because that's just who he is. <laughs> I mean, that's like, is he gay? Like, and then Neil deGrasse Tyson does his best to say, well, mathematically, yeah, it probably is gay. <laughs> space, <laughs> talking about fucking space. Fucking but he, 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 he had, what's his name, that idiot that does podcasts, um, Joe Rogan on it, and he just destroyed him. He nice. just absolutely obliterated him on his podcast because Joe Rogan were getting annoyed that he were asking him questions that didn't make Joe Rogan look good. And that, I kind of I love that about him. Um, South African comedy is really good as well. Again, pessimistic and quite deep with South African comedy. Canadian comedy is a very strange one because they're very mild mannered, aren't the Canadians? But mm. they can be they can be sneakily funny. Mm. I went in to the a kindness. Can- I went to a comedy store in Toronto, and it was one of mm. the funniest things I've ever seen. All these completely unknown comedians. Um, yeah, all Canadians. It was it was amazing. The the, 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 the like, it's there's like a sinisterness behind that 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 like kindness, isn't there? There's there's something underneath. Like we're only being kind to you because you're spending money, <laughs> that kind of thing. And I, I think they're a lot like us, the Canadians. There's a yeah, there's a lot of sarcasm. Are. There's gentle sarcasm. Yeah, yeah, and again, uh, I like <clears throat> sketch comedy. Sketch, I, I I'd like to absorb comedy really quickly. I don't like to dwell on it too much, but like sketch comedy, Ari Enfield, Monty Python, Fast Show, Big Train, a uh, bit mm. of Fry and Laurie, and Mitchell and Webb have quite a recent sketch show that they they don't give a fuck either. Yeah, they don't want to. They're, they're not trying to offend anybody. And then there's like Scottish shows like Berniston and Still Game and Limmy Show, for instance. I don't know if you obviously people know Limmy now as this Twitch guy, but I remember when he did his sketch show and stuff, and it was so like avant-garde and off the wall and weird. It was just him in a fucking camcorder and it's really fucking smart stuff. I started um, watching Trigger Happy TV again recently because it's on yeah, Netflix. I, d- cool. I, I remember, I remember not like thinking it was super funny at the time, but watching it again now, I don't know if it's just because it's such a time capsule. It's so 90s. It's just ridiculous. It, it, it's, it is really, but it's, what's good about Trigger Happy TV and, and stuff like Phone Jacker and Face Jacker, those kind of things, is because they're real. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know what I mean? They're real pull. Have you seen? Have you ever seen Billy on the Street? No. Yeah. He's, oh yeah, God. Right. That guy's a genius. He just runs up to real people in New York and asks them stupid questions, and and they'll go, they'll go, he'll go, Miss, for one dollar, name me any woman, and they'll just go. <laughs> <laughs> they can't even name any woman, and it's it's so fucking funny. But I I I, I like quick comedy. If you get what I mean, it's weird. I don't know how to explain it. I like it. This is why I used to love Vine. Remember Vine? Mm. Oh, rest in peace, Vine. You get fucking classic sketches like 
Ali getting hit by that bus. Oh, for fuck's sake, oh, Ali. for fuck's sake, Ali. <laughs> when he just gets hit by that bus and it's like the man's got knocked over, but we're all laughing at him. And that guy putting his fucking bank card in that fence because he thinks it's an ATM. That's not a cash machine. <laughs> so funny because he's pissed. Um, and finally, um, I've just picked three really, what to me, what I find funny podcasts lately because I think, he can get really sweat. There's so many podcasts now that this is so hard to find something genuinely like belly laugh funny. I've got two good boys. I don't know if you've ever listened to that. Um, a couple of Scottish guys. And they only do a podcast like every three months, one every three months. So they don't do many a year, but it's lazy. so fucking good. Um, <laughs> lazy. Uh, this past weekend with Theo Vaughn, who I talked about, listen to the one where we interviews Neil deGrasse Tyson. It's he's, he's got a southern drawl to his voice. You know what I mean? He's one of them like Louisiana or something like that. And he, I think he's playing an act. I don't think that's actually him. I don't really know him that well, but it's so funny. And Atletico Mince, which is Bob Mortimer's quote-unquote football podcast. It's barely about football. <laughs> <It's> really, <laughs> you, know, you know what Bob Mortimer's like, but he, he's one of my heroes all time here because it's that surrealness, that quick comedy. and Just fucking, I don't know what it is. It's just like, I can't get into those things like Friends and Mrs. Brown's boys. I just can't. And I'm not trying to be like, oh, I don't like popular shit. But I just think it's bare bones, that kind of comedy. There's no heart to it. You know what I mean? Mm. Oodles. I, so. I, think we, I think we have an invention. This is the fourth time you've brought up Mrs. Burns Boys on this episode. <laughs> I've been, is, I've there been some, is, is there something you, you, you're not telling us? It's been a brown Christmas. He saw the Christmas special. I, 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 I don't even have a it. telly. <laughs> No, no. I, I, I just don't, I don't know what current, I don't know what's, pop, what's popular now. What comedy things are popular now? I don't, I don't know. No idea. You? <laughs> not, on, exactly, not on British exactly. TV, no. Mm. There aren't many there sketch shows around, actually, at the moment, is there? Can't but don't you love no. sketch shows? Yeah. The first show. Ari, I wish Ari I put Enfield, that on my list. Fast show. Fast show's so fucking. I know there's problematic stuff to it. I get it, guys. I get it. But. Fuck. I don't I mean, think the first show was too was too bad from what I remember, unless I'm mm, misremembering. There's but bits in it. I wish there's they in it. I wish they digitise it because the only way you can watch it is on YouTube. Oh, it looks awful. Yeah, and the, and the worst aspect ratio ever. Mm-hmm. If you come over to me now, Oodles, I can segue from from them. Fantastic. This is exactly what I'm going to do anyway. Stig. So <laughs> I haven't I haven't made a list of stuff I found funny. Um, talk about films and TV and shit all the time. So I was like, I'm going to try and focus it on one thing that I found, I find really funny recently. And it does kind of work. Some of it works very well with a sketch show. And that's TikTok. TikTok's brilliant. It's funny. (laughs) I think there's a lot of shit on TikTok. Don't get me wrong. There is a lot of shit on TikTok. But if you create, like curate your algorithm perfectly and follow the right Mm -hmm. people, there are some hilarious people on TikTok and people that aren't being held back because they haven't got a TV deal or a radio yeah. deal, or a Netflix special, they can literally make this comedy, write it out, make it, perform it, and yeah. put it out on TikTok it, for free. Mm. And, and it's earn, done in, and it's done, it's done li- in no more than three it. minutes. Yeah, and they're Each earning, one's... earning a living off it. And you do get sketch show type stuff on there. You do. I love it. I think um, I'd made a whole list of people I, I really enjoy on there as well. Um, so I did make a list, but slightly different. Not that. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I, I just... I can lose myself just watching tiktok skits and comedy and it's when it, when, like, creativity like you said, when that you f- some people actually put into these things rather <laughs> than just a fucking yeah. dance or 
or doing a stupid in my like, pants, pants, pants. No, it's just like ever doing a dance, or you know, when people um, do the, the move their lips to a song or the a lip quote. syncing, yeah, lip syncing. Oh, yeah. lip syncing is bollocks. It's just shit, dull. And half the time, it's like it's the same ones over and over again. It's like someone's done a joke, and then you just see the same people doing like people doing the same joke, dull. But some people actually put their time and effort into creating something funny. Like they used to do with Vine, but they've got a little yeah. bit more time to do it. Yeah, so um, I talk about someone like, has anyone ever seen Jeff Wright? He's yes, not on TikTok anymore. He's, uh, he's, weirdly, he's not on TikTok. He's, no, none of his videos are on there, but he's on YouTube. He was like the original person I saw that when people have conversations with themselves, but they make yeah. characters mm. out of it. So he would... Oh, when they're cutting camera to... So different... he would have a conversation. He would bring different characters in and... He would do like he's got a skit where he plays God and Jesus, and people oh, that's clever. people will come up to heaven and say, "Well, Jesus said I could do this." He's like, "What?" He's like, "Jesus, come in here!" And he brings <laughs> Jesus in. He's like, "Have you been telling these people down there, like you know, when Jesus was around, and you could do this and heal that?" He's, he's like, like, "Yes, Dad." He's like, "Why have you been healing people?" He's like, uh, "You know, he gave me these powers." Yeah, and that yeah, kind of, yeah, yeah. And, and it's just it's little things like that. It's, and he's got all. But it's these, quick to absorb, isn't it? Yeah, and digest exactly. It's very much like a sketch show. You have recurring yeah, yeah. characters. Each of the, these people have recurring characters that continue to come back, and you mm. kind of have your favourites with them. Uh, there's a girl on there called Call Me Chris. Yes, um, I've, seen, I've seen her. Yeah, she's really Ooh. good, and she has again just a plethora of made-up characters, and she's continue mm. continually adding to that. But you want sometimes you're like oh, I want to see the kids again. She does these like kid characters that are really funny. Yeah, um, and yeah, I just really enjoy going through that but then you're on the other side where you do have you have these people doing these creative things um and then you have think people like sam cotton he draws cartoons of clips of inanimate objects and food and animals he gives them like eyes and mouths and then he makes a little story about him and he's an australian bloke and he'd be like it, it, it'll open up the fridge and there'll be like one courgette that's fresh one courgette yeah. that's like dying out and one will look grotesque. And they have like this conversation, this little comedy sketch <laughs> with them. It's, it's, I like that. Yeah, he's really good. And he's got like a, this often draws him over pigeons being dickheads. And oh, like, they are though, aren't yeah. they? And like he just does a little narration and like voiceovers for stuff. But yeah, it's. Oh, I mean, I don't want to, I didn't want to go over this, but oh, uh, Hayley Morris. Have you seen Hayley Morris? No. You should look her up. No. She, she's so funny. So she creates all these characters based on female organs, like the oh, brain, yes, okay. yes, heart, seen her, yes. the uterus, the vagina, the anus. Oh, like, I... and, she, and she puts them into situations like uh, one recently where she had a tampon come in the room. And she's like, oh, so you're, you know, you booked into Hotel Vagina for how long is it? Like, <laughs> for, for a week. Like that. Yeah. And she's like, well, I think I'm a bit early. And she's like, well, yeah, you are a couple of days early. Like that. And she plays off that. And it's That's really funny. funny. That's clever. And every now and again, she'll have, <laughs> she'll have the character poop and queef. Like they'll turn up. Like she'll be, she'll be doing one where, where she's kind of, it's a sex situation. And then all of a sudden, like a penis will pop in. And then, and then her brain's going, Please no, please no, please no. And then the queef will just open the door and go, <laughs> I'm here. <laughs> I like that. She's really, really funny. So yeah, I, that's kind of stuff that I also really like on the people taking the piss out of other people who are doing awful do. things. So there's a guy called uh, E That Goat. Uh, it's this guy from America. 
It's a black man from America and he comments on people doing awful food videos. You know the type where they put a <laughs> yeah. huge block of cheese in the middle yeah. and then and then oh, yeah. and then macaroni around it today. and then fill it full of more cheese and heavy cream <laughs> and it's Deep more cheese. It. Yeah. And he's just <laughs> ripping into them and uh, you know, he uses a lot of swear words and um the N word a lot, but it's just He's allowed. Yeah, it's hilarious watching him. And sometimes you can tell that he's getting really angry. It's just like it gets really, really wound up sometimes. There's, there's there's a one like that I watch, but it's it's like a she's like a, a like a grandma from Omaha. Oh, she's amazing! Yeah, she she's fucking brilliant. Oh, I love her. And, um, and I wish and, she was my grandma. <laughs> and she's watching these videos, and you can tell she's clearly a very good cook, and she's been cooking for her family for yep. decades. And she's watching these people like. I, I seen so I seen the, the, there was one she was watching where someone was claiming they could make mashed potatoes out of um out of crisps and milk. Oh, no, I've seen that. in, in the bag as well. Pan. Yeah, and some of them do it in no, the bag. And they, no, no, then the pour it in the frying pan. <laughs> She's just losing her shit. It's so fucking yeah, funny. That's ridiculous. She did one like she was watching that. The one with the block of cheese and macaroni, and she's yeah. like watching it, and she just picks up the phone and she's like going, "Yeah, police." It's like, "Yeah, yeah, they're doing it." Again. Like, like just, yeah, she's exactly got, what she's, you'd want to do. She's so knowledgeable that when she's she does funny videos like that, but then she also she's watching all these like um, videos of people cook cooking stuff from all around the world, and she knows what they're doing. Yeah, she'd be like ah. someone will put something on there. She goes, "Ah, oh, so you've got some sheep bladder there." She knows instantly it's sheep bladder because she's an expert. Yeah, yeah, she's brilliant. Though. Love it. But yeah, them uh, four brothers I really like. They're just stupid, um, but they're really funny. Um, and yeah, the other people like Sweet Anita, like has made the most out of her Tourette's. Like she's really funny. Like she's, yeah, I've yeah, seen her. her. She's a Tourette's. To, to she's like empowering and, herself with it, isn't yeah, she? Yeah, but she's really yeah, funny with good. it. Yeah, but one of my fav- favorites, and 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 you're like, oh, Adrian Bliss as well. You have to watch Adrian Bliss. The guy has a costume mm. for every single scenario. You must have seen him at some point. It, it'll do like a Noah's Ark, and I'll have all. He'll have him, but dressed up in like all different animals, and he's all his videos are all edited. So I think I have seen that. He has. He's so funny, uh, but he has his house must be full of costumes. He literally yeah. has a costume. <laughs> got to respect the game, si- mate. Every single it. scenario, and he'll he'll do like a Noah's Ark video, and you'll see him there, and he's like. Hang on, he's got about six or seven different animals here. So he's bought all of these bloody costumes just for them to stand in the background and actually do nothing just in the queue. But my yeah. wife calls my wardrobe my costume cupboard. So <laughs> I, I, I feel that. I'm, he's one of my brothers. Yeah, but you, you know that. this guy as well. I'm going to finish on this guy. Um, Cher Darina. Darina? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So he's a comedian who does like yeah. kind of funny commentary over videos. He's good. He's really uh, good. And he just got me because, like, the first time I was watching his videos, and right then he just says, "Follow me, you fucking idiots." Every single video yeah. ends with, "Follow me, you fucking yeah. idiots." Yeah, and he yeah, had this huge, fun TikTok rivalry between with him and the Vandalord, who, yeah, like the Vandalord was this character that was playing this thing where, when males' secrets were getting put out there on TikTok, yeah. he would call. Don't pe- tell women yeah, this. He would call you to task. He would bring yes. the count. He was like, "The council is not happy for you have like." Um, oh, stand up. Yeah, because you have revealed the male secrets to the world. Yeah. And he Andy, said, cover your ears. And he had like the council, and then Cher was just like, 
fuck that, release the secrets, I'm one of the rogues. Yeah. And they did this huge, yeah. and they had people changing their profile pictures. Are you rogue? Yeah, they were a big war, counsel? weren't they? They had a big war. They got onto ESPN and did this fake battle. Like They took it from TikTok and made it It weren't last huge. year, it year before, weren't it, that? Yeah, it was massive. But it's it was so huge. funny. I mean, yeah, he's really dirty and, like, and pervy oh, yeah. in some of his videos. But like, yeah. you'll be watching a video and he'll just pop up and you'll go, I don't know what you were watching. I don't know yeah. what you're watching. It's like, I was watching them say, too. <laughs> they'll, they'll say, what, colors are, what colour are her eyes? You didn't look at her eyes, did you? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Neither did I. <laughs> I love all the kind of things you guys have talked about, uh, but... Yeah. Like, the modern off, stuff, that's where the fun, fun is, isn't it? That's where the comedy lost, is now. It? I, it's, it's, I did have to come off for it for a while. I, I did it today. I literally sat, right, I got home, we were taking the kids out, and I got home, and I was on my own, Kate's at work, and... It was all cold, so I went and laid her under a blanket. I was like, oh, I've got this Aww. to do. And I was like, I could watch some TV or a film. I ended up spending two hours scrolling through TikTok. I had a little mm. doors in between. But like, I just get, I was like, this, is, Good, isn't it? this isn't healthy. <laughs> like, like you said, I could have watched like a said, film in this time. Or when you first one of my download games. TikTok and start <laughs> scrolling and stuff, you set your center profile, it's terrible. But first week, it's mm. fucking shite. But when you've curated it, and it knows what you've finished, what videos you've watched fully, and then by the end of the month, even Gadget knows because he's newer to it than me and Stig, it becomes yours then, doesn't it? Yeah. I, bet, I bet Gadget, I bet if I went through Gadget, it's just fucking Dungeons and Dragons, Dungeons and Dragons. There's a lot, <laughs> of, there's I mean? a lot of D&D on mine. <laughs> <laughs> on, on mine, it's all, it's all uh, people falling over, boobs, willies, <laughs> people falling over, <laughs> do you know what I mean? And Stig's got his little skits and stuff. It's just what it is. And the boobs. I, it, like I bet, I bet, I'd, I'd, I'd love, I'd love a little show where we grab someone's TikToks without their their permission, and we just see what they're into. Then you'd get a nice reading into what they're into. See, see, I, did, my TikTok. I wouldn't want to watch Biggies. I bet Biggies would be terrifying. I saw, I saw someone who said, um, "Is this girlfriend?" She goes, "If we can get through ten TikTok videos without an inappropriate woman coming up, I'm going to buy my PS5." Couldn't, <laughs> yeah. couldn't do it. Couldn't do it. You no. couldn't get through ten videos in a row without my my wouldn't get through video. that. Yeah. I think the first one that pops no, up is always someone in the mirror. <laughs> I found TikTok really frustrating because there's so much shit on there and I wasted my time trying to find you the good shit. And it it. Just, Flick back. Yeah, so, just, so, it does, so it knows give, you don't like if it. If you give it any moment, yeah. if you give it 20, 30 seconds, it goes, oh, you like something. You'll know. Like, I watched, yeah. You just got to go. <laughs> I watched Bill Burr's latest stand-up this week on Netflix yeah. and I was looking at Bill Burr clips and now it's just, I get getting Bill, Bill Burr clips all the time. I don't yeah. mind it because yeah. I thought it was hilarious, but it's just... Even stuff you've seen, though, it just keeps like, repeating, doesn't it? I don't really want to see the same clips over and over again, so you just eventually just have to kind of flick it out of your algorithm. Do you know what my algorithm well, started doing? It just does theme tunes from 90s shows, kids' shows and yeah, stuff. Mine's done that a lot. I'm into it. Bang have into you, that. Have you seen that guy who comes in like he's a record producer? Yeah, he comes and does. Yeah. yeah, we need we need a we need a a song for this. We, like, we need a theme wet, tune lo- for the first yeah. le- first level of Streets of Rage. Yeah, it, not, like, nothing serious. Yeah, and this little boop, doop, doop, yeah, and he's like proper <laughs> getting into like, it. Yeah, I like the Sonic. One. I like Mortal Kombat one. <laughs> yeah, he's like oh, um, <laughs> when he goes. We need something, not nothing too stressful. We don't want to stress people out when they're on, on an underwater yeah. level. It's like, <laughs> <laughs> he's like, <laughs> like shaking in the screen. He's good in. And he, put, he, he does that with his glasses and he flicks his glasses yeah. up. Yeah, it's when people he's are funny, creative man. on there, it's brilliant. I think for that, it's great because, like I said, you're not tied down to, but they still can't get onto boobs, BBC, though. I can't get onto Channel 4, but I can show my comedic genius on here. And from that, you yeah. might create something. It, you might get something bigger. 
That's what happened to Bo Burnham, didn't he? He wore Vine. Yeah. Vine on YouTube, and look at him now. There's a guy, a millionaire. There's a guy I like on there called uh, Tom Cardi. He's an Australian lad. He does... Um, he does silly spoof songs, but he's really very, very talented. He's Australian, so he's going to be funny. They're funny people. They are. They're, they're very funny people. I think it's because they're all convicts. Mm. Yeah, probably. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. Comedy from misery. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. It's fucking brilliant. I do, I do like as well, actually, comedians on there, is watching clips of um, hecklers getting absolutely fucking roasted. Oh, it's comedy oh, shows. Especially so at, at, at comedy shows in Liverpool. When you can't, you, cannot, anywhere, you, can, like, you can't destroy a Liverpoolian comedian. Just, it will destroy you. Did, 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 yeah. did, did, did you see that one where I think it was it was an American woman's heckling an Australian comic? You um, can't. And it just it just devolves into nine eleven jokes and school shooting jokes because she's the only American there and she's just clearly that you entitled. Just, <laughs> yeah, you can't do it. You can't do it. Let's move on anyway to gadget comedy. Weird Al Yankovic. Yeah, I like Weird Al Yankovic, but I'm, I mean, I like spoof stuff in general. I really like when people are clever and creative about sending stuff up, like, you know, even like films, Airplane, Naked Gun, Hot Shots, stuff like that. Like, yeah. I, 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 people don't class it as it, but I think it's one of the greatest spoofs of all time, Dodgeball, because it takes yeah. the piss out of sports movies. Sports. I watched that yeah. it does. But yeah. It is a spoof, yeah, it is, definitely. But it is also genuinely one of the funniest films, and I have never met a single person that doesn't like Dodgeball. You could dodge mm. a wrench, you could dodge a ball. Yeah. 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 I think it's good. It's, I think it's, it's really it's good. good. Which one was he must, Pete the Pirate? He must be Big Daddy. The one that dressed like a pirate. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's, it's infinitely quotable. Like, to, like, I, like I, I have, I have said, said to people before, you're about as useful as a cock-flavoured lollipop. Because that is just one of the greatest insults ever conceived. I mean, the, comment, the commentators on that are fucking sensational, aren't they? Oh, yeah. I, 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 I also happen to use... Um, uh, it's a bold move. It's a bold strategy, Codden. Let's see if it pays off for him. Yeah. When people do something stupid, <laughs> um, it's good film. It's 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 a wonderful film, but because it is a spoof of something that people take so fucking seriously, yeah, the kind of the, the either sports biopics or sports movies. It's just like it's it's so it wonderful. Definitely, it's definitely a spoof. Absolutely. Um, Added to that, yeah, I mean, I agree with a lot of what sticks up with it, like the TikTok stuff. Like, the, the, there's a lot of very, very funny stuff on there. Um, I, one of the comedians that um, I don't know if you've seen that um, that I really enjoy. He's called uh, Shit Ryan. Oh God, I know him as Youth Pastor Seacrest. No, no, I know him as Youth Pastor <laughs> Ryan from um, when he was on uh, Instagram. Uh, Ryan, never Ryan Kelly. He's an American guy, and he, he he used to work for Disney. He used to be an Imagineer for Disney, and um, he's just a very funny, innocent-looking man. But the biggest thing mm. that everyone looks at oh, about half his material is him trying to say, "No, I am actually straight," because he's just he, oh, he bless hits him. everybody's kid. Oh, bless him! He's just such a wholesome <laughs> young man. Uh, but oh. it's it, it yeah, it's it's really funny. But yeah, for for me, mostly. I, think, I, I like surreal comedy. I like old British comedy. You know, like Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy, I still think is one of the funniest books ever written. Um, it is. I love Monty Python's Flying Circus. I love people that are inspired by that. Like, um, I've mentioned them on the podcast a few times before. Auntie Donna, uh, which is an Australian sketch comedy crew. Um, they're good, aren't they? They're very good, and they are very, very Monty Python. Um, and again, they don't care, do they? No, it's really fucking They don't unhinged. care if you find it funny or not. No, they, 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 I mean they've got they've got one of their one of their highest viewed sketches on YouTube, 
um, is called is called Got Room for More Christmas Pud, and it's just it's yeah it's the, yeah the three of them that goes st- dark, doesn't it? It goes dark, but it's most of it is the three of them going there says, "Oh, I'm full, lads." You know, got a bit of room for Christmas put. I've got a bit of room for Christmas put. A little bit of Christmas uh, put. I've got a bit of room for Christmas put. <laughs> it's five minutes of that, it, yeah. but it's it, it keeps going. Like the camera gets closer on their faces and it gets darker and darker, and it's so surreal and it's fucking wonderful. I, They've I all got quite it. distinctive looks between them as well, aren't they? Yeah. which makes it good for a comedy it's like trio. That, that comedy where it starts off funny and you're like, now this is going a bit too long, and then it gets too long. And then because it's gone on so long, it's gone. On, it's yeah. They they, they, they they did a series which was based around like you know like a school and, and one of them one of them it's just it's just, it's just called the roll call and it's it's brewed and just called that's like, really just, good that just doing the roll call yeah. and it, it's 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 you know Kevin Stacy nineteen forties man all right yeah and, and stuff like that, that. It's like so different <laughs> costumes yeah. and uh, my, my 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 favorite one of that whole sequence is uh, is a uh, uh, what's it man who vomits black stuff and he goes I'm here bro. I say, and he waits. Is he going to vomit? Is he going to? They're all waiting. Yeah. I say, I'm glad we didn't eat up. As he starts to vomit. <laughs> yeah, I was howling at that sketch. It just yeah, builds so and builds and builds. So it's all on Netflix, isn't it? Well, so, so there's the Anti Donna TV show on Netflix, six episodes of that. But yeah. then there's like years of it on YouTube. Oh right, because that's where they started from. It's um, I've seen loads of clips of them. Yeah, or Bigoted Bill. Bigoted Bill is one of the best songs ever written for it. Um, I, I do you know how show. I got into them? Because um, Key and Peel told me to get into them. You know, weirdly enough, I don't actually find Key and Peel that funny. I find oh, some I things do. they oh, do like funny, but sure. some of them I, it's good. Some I, of it's hit and miss. I think they're brilliant. I think they're brilliant. The, 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 there's the, there's the one episode. There's one sketch I really like where it's where, where it's the two of them trying not, trying not to let their wives hear hear them refer to them as bitches. I think that yeah. one is really funny. <laughs> That's good. When they go up on that tree, yeah. <laughs> and I said, bitch, but it, it's um. The, but they're kind what, of. What about the valets? They're good. Yeah, I'm saying like that. I just didn't really find them that funny because I think a lot of their humor is based around, you know, wear black, you're not. You know, it's that kind of. Yes. Like, I, yes. I don't like the kind of humor. It's just like this is what I am and how it, this is how it's different to you. That's. Oh, I love that. Mm-hmm. I, I actually love that. Like, it's just. I do. Yeah, I was going <laughs> to mention when it. Oodles was saying about like um, comedians from different areas. Like, I kind of love it when yeah. you're watching Taskmaster and they have like. Yeah, I have a black and Asian comedians on, and their style is so much different. So different, and it, you yeah. can't relate to some of the stuff they talk about. It comes from a different place. Like the that's way what they, it is. the it's... way they deliver it, it's just hilarious, and that's kind yeah. of what I like about Key and Peele. Some of their stuff, like, I guess I some stuff I thought has been, ah, it's not great, but some that of stuff on the gang with trying to be gangsters, but they're not actually gangsters when the other gangsters aren't there. It's really funny. <laughs> I, will, I, will, I, will, I will say, I will say, all the President Obama sketches were incredible. Oh God, yeah! When he won't shake the white people's hands. Yeah. <laughs> but um, I'm go, my brother. Actually, 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 Stig, you just brought me on to my next one, Taskmaster. I think that is one of the yeah, funniest TV shows ever it. created. I've only ever watched it with you guys. It's when we went to Podcastle. It's fucking wonderful because it is just Greg Davies setting a load of comedians to entertain him. It's, <laughs> it frightens me, Greg Davies. He's about eleven foot tall, isn't he? Oh, he's, he's massive. Six foot eight. Mm. I think yeah, he's I saw, a monster, isn't he? He could crush us all. And he's massive. <laughs> he could destroy us. We are stride. But there's he's a monster. Yeah, but like ta- Taskmaster, because all the tasks that they ask them to do are so kind of inane and ridiculous. Yeah. There was one in the latest series where like they had a picture of their hand taken on the first day, and then like in the last episode, um, they, they go into the garage in the house. And there's like a hundred pictures of hands on the walls. They had to find theirs, 
and none of them t- fucked. Wait, but none of them twigged that that they were that every hand there was a picture of a right hand, and they'd had their left hand picture taken. Oh wow! Yeah, but uh, honestly, it's it's surreal because you watch them walk in, like Dara O'Brien's like, "What the fuck am I looking at here?" <laughs> it's just mm. honestly. It I, watched that, I watched that episode with you guys in podcast where we're. I think it was like Noel Fielding or something, and they had to find ducks or something, chickens. Yeah, yeah. yeah. No, he, he wasn't in that series, but like the that that series wasn't the best, to be honest. Like that last that one, but this oh no no that one was alright. The one before, sorry, wasn't great. That one with how long's it been going on for? Like fifteen seasons now. Fucking hell! Oh yeah, the, the, it was about three hour a year though. <laughs> oh, do they? Right, so it's not fifteen years worth. The no. um. Like, like, like the last season was really funny. The season before was very good because mostly just because they had Ardle Hanlon in it. That one was and, good. The one before oh, it brilliant. was. The one before it wasn't that good. At all. No, it wasn't. But it's mm. yeah, I just I absolutely adore it. It's it's one of the strangest silly. I think actually just what gets me going the most is silly comedy. Just mm. people. It's innocent. Like candy then, aren't you? It's but it's like it's like it's innocent. No one's getting hurt. It's just mm. stupid, and it just you know. As human beings, we're all idiots. We're all weird, surreal creatures. And I quite like comedy that celebrates that. Like, I mean, don't worry, I like political comedy. I like shouty comedy as well. But the ones that just make me giggle the most are really silly comedies. Um, yeah. I also really enjoy old people falling over and children falling over. That's fantastic. It's brilliant. And I like seeing Bill Burr getting angry. Um, yeah, the, the, there, is, there is a wonderful he's an angry man well, he's a generally angry man but the, the, there is a great video when he played Philadelphia at one point and the, he went out to a hostile crowd and he's just shouting yeah. at them he's baiting them you know he's, he's standing up there how long have I got nine minutes come on you motherfuckers I'm up here for another nine and a half minutes yeah <laughs> I love like, him I think he's great I mean yeah he picks on yeah. easy targets like at times but he is a twat in real life, but he's not like super bad. Oh, he's just like I just. Love, he's just an angry bloke. I love it when he went on Joe Rogan. And Joe Rogan tried to bring someone up, and he went, "Shut the fuck Couldn't up!" Do you it. don't know. Yeah, yeah. And he just shut. I him love down. it when people well, destroy Joe Rogan. Like kind of like, <laughs> even, even give Joe that, Rogan that was, time of day. He was like, "No." Even better that. <laughs> yeah. Even better that was like COVID vaccines and stuff like that. Like like Rogan was trying to get his kind of That's va- vaccine hesitancy going forward, and uh, he's Bill like, Bur- "Shut up!" Yeah, Bill Burr's like, "Shut the fuck up!" What do yeah. we know? We know nothing. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. His yeah, latest exactly. one is it's. Um, I really enjoyed it. It's really funny. And Good in it. He goes out there with a, uh, and he starts talking about guns. And he's in the south, mm. and they're all like, "Yeah, guns, guns, guns!" <laughs> and like, he's not anti-gun. But he basically turns it on them to take the piss out of them being so full on massive gun. Like yeah. it's just like he, yeah. he turns it on them, and like he still does a really good sketch about owning a gun and having a gun. But he just makes them feel a little bit stupid and small for being <laughs> so like. And that's what he's good big at. Big on guns, yeah. Yeah, he's good. He sketch like about it. adopting two children as well. Like he hasn't <laughs> adopted, but he talks about I might, ado- I might adopt. Oh man, I was, I was howling. It was so good. Yeah. he's... He is good. He, uh, as I mean, I'd say modern, but he's been going for years. But current, he's he's re- he's he's up there. He's definitely up there because he's not he's not scared of his own humor. He's not scared of his own not... humor. He's not scared of the audience. He's he's just he wants to say what he wants to say, and if people enjoy it, then he gets yeah. paid for it. I think that's his attitude. Exactly, honestly. exactly. And he's not he's not uber offensive either because some people do it for just for for headline, don't they? Like like I, I think say, I um, think I think he's Frank, one of, Frankie Boyle used to do it for headline. Yeah, but yeah, but Frankie Boyle's mellowed a lot. And Frankie Boyle's just aimed it all at the Tories. He's got yeah. full on left wing, hasn't he? Like, yeah. He's like, yeah, he's yeah. all right now. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he, he, he's better nowadays. I I agree. But yeah, let's. Um, I'm conscious of time as well. Um, Are you? 
Is that most of it from from you, mate? Yeah. Well, the the, the, the last thing that I find funny is when Biggie mispronounces things. So I've got high hopes for the next. <laughs> <Go on in>. <laughs> <laughs> well, you should that you should listen to smash good. that glass if you want to. Oh God, yeah. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. I've, I I have been listening to it. There's been some <laughs> butchering of words and names. We should have a head to head because I honestly don't know who I'd back. We need to, we need to pronounce it. and Biggie uh, are listing names and see who gets the most wrong. <laughs> well, I mean, I mean, I mean, they already, they already have a Biggie in their midst because Super Natty Cap broke a computer or something like that, or broke the stream for this latest episode. Did she? Yeah. Oh my god, the editing I've had to do has been awful. Oh, I know. I only it's finished so bad, it about an hour it? before we started. Oh, I'm not just like you, poor little thing. I, I don't know. I have a newfound respect. Not that I didn't respect you before, but my god. <laughs> She didn't. She used to message me saying, "I don't respect." Let's things. give okay. her. Uh, let's give her the live uh, in-house episodes we do, gadget. Oh yeah. Please never, did. Please never hor- do that to me. They are horrendous. <laughs> all the echoes and the, the just the oh, out of sync. All the all the three-hour Christmas episodes. Yeah. You to- tend to be ill. Anyway, Biggie. Yeah. <laughs> say, something, <laughs> say something funny. <laughs> well, come on, do it funny. I to give. <laughs> I want to give a big shout out to the original office because I yeah. thought that was a fantastic, really wonderful, but it's not as good humor. as American one. And then just amazed at how the office took that, tried to do the same thing and it didn't work and then created their own yeah. version of it, which was even better. It was just, yeah. And then parks and recreation jumped on the bandwagon, did a great mm-hmm. job. Yeah. What they do in the shadows, how I missed that movie when it first came out. And then so love the good. TV show as well. It's probably just, one of my most watched films of all time, that. It's just so Jesus. consistently good with the humour. Every episode. We're werewolves, is, not swearwolves. I fucking said it every day, mate. It's, fucking, it's, it's just Reese Darby, man. He's got that voice and that tune. He's so good. He's just so good. He's, he's seen him in Flight of the Concords. Band yeah. meeting. Band meeting, everyone. He sounds, he sounds like, a, of like a middle manager <laughs> slash middle school teacher. <laughs> As, as the captain in our, in our flag means death, he's fucking incredible. He's good in here. The gentleman pirate. The gentleman pirate. What's the difference between us and other pirates? Well, I'll give them a living wage. <laughs> <laughs> so good. Mm. Carry on, Biggie. Uh, speaking of uh, The Office, um, massive fan of Ricky Gervais when he hosts the Oscars. Um, God, so he's good. Gonna be asked back. <laughs> no, he's never going to get asked back. The fact that it's. That. It's not, Oscars, it's, um, backs- it's not the Oscars, is it? It's not the Oscars here. Oh, the Globes, yeah. It's a massive um, back-slapping event, and he just ripped into that. He doesn't like the Hollywood foreign press, does he? Mm. <laughs> Even though they keep paying yeah. him to do it. It's like but- five times they invited him to do it. Hey, that, that last one he did, he went, I'm back again. This will be my last. This will be my last. <laughs> <laughs> just thank you, God, and fuck and off. It, <laughs> yeah. The awkwardness of the... The crowd is just insane. It's brilliant. It's I love it when they talk just... about Jeffrey Epstein and then it just points to everyone that we're involved with. <laughs> I'm like, fuck it, there's a camera on my face now. You can see the actors that get it and then you see the others or the directors or whatever who are just offended and it's just like, for fuck's sake, he's doing it. Just he's being honest, even about himself. It doesn't matter. Tom Hanks didn't That's like it. Tom Hanks was him. not impressed at all. I was Tom Hanks no, did not like wasn't. any of it. No, so do that. And um, his stand-up is very good as well. Ricky Gervais' uh, stand-up is excellent. Um, I want to give a big shout out to the past. Um, it will be all right on the night with Dennis Norden. I just loved that show. Oh, it was just so good. Quality. Talk about court gestures. Quality out. Quality back in the outtakes. <laughs> no quality outtakes. They were so good back in there. It's a shame. I don't think. And, you have a show like that anymore. And, but. Auntie's Bloomers was better, no. I always thought, with Terry Wogan hosting it. 
Terry Wogan. It's still my favourite. I, I, um, I like I like I liked thingies. What he says with Dennis Nardin when he comes out with his clipboard. Ooh. Yeah, he was very smart, very clever guy with his words. Very as well. old. But um, He's there was one particular clip. Yeah, he is one of my um, <laughs> favourite clips ever. There was literally um, it's an American show and it's a guy interviewing another guy that's brought in a gecko that's on a, a little bit of bark on the podium in front of them. They're obviously talking about I don't know a zoo or something. And then this gecko jumps on the host out of nowhere. And the noise he makes (laughs) as it lands on him. And he jumps out of the picture and he kind of makes this noise that sounds like a Street Fighter move. It's so weird. He kind of goes, (laughs) as he jumps to the left. (laughs) Sounds like you were at the quiz then, doesn't it? Yeah, yeah, he does. And if you can track down that clip, it's incredible. I've watched it. I think I've seen it, mate. I, I genuinely think I've seen it. If it's got a million views, most of them are me. I've seen that so many times. I love it. But yeah, there were some great clips. And just seeing, you know, actors. You've not seen that woman that gets knocked over by that goat. She's doing an <laughs> yeah. interview on, on, on news and she goes, Whoa! Ah! <laughs> <laughs> goat knocks her off. It's so funny. But it's just but it's just nice seeing these sort of celebrities becoming normal people again when they're just giggling at people corpses yeah. when they're it is, mate. doing their episodes or dramas, whatever it is. It's fantastic. Um, I wanted to give a shout out to Guardians of the Galaxy because that came out of nowhere with the humour. I thought it's funny, the way it? that the Marvel Universe was, you know, all serious for the right reasons in a, a lot of their movies. And then the comedy in that was fantastic. That was such a good shout. Yeah. Uh, when I used to read books, Terry Pratchett, massive fan of him. Yeah. Um, eight out of ten cats does countdown. Um, Mate, the, eight, the clips from eight that out of show 10 cats kill me. Were great, anyway. But when it went to countdown, that was even that was that just Joe Wilkinson. Class. That I named your penis is the fucking oh. greatest <laughs> clip of all time. Congra- he goes, "You're welcome. I've just named your penis," and he can't get through it. Can he? He just can't get through <laughs> yeah. it because it's so funny. But Sean Locke is fantastic on that. He was he's great stand up, a great comedian, anyway. But he he and John Richardson best. owned that show. It's just yeah, incredible. Um, another shout out Gadget mentioned it in the Discord I think or in our chat it was the day to day and Brass Eye yeah. um, oh, God. and Jam as well I mean Alan Partridge episode. first appearance on the day to day and Alan Partridge is one of my favourite characters of all time just I, I love him. incredible I, I, I will never get over in that Brass Eye paedophile special that just that that that, 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 that clip that it goes to is like Gaza on it and stuff. Is it? Yes, security footage of a paedophile dressed as a high school trying to lure children, and there's just a school yeah. walking down the street. <laughs> and how it's people, so funny! People lost their shit over that episode. It's like, how can you watch that? Real. Think it's real? <laughs> yeah. The they had Gaza on Phil it, didn't Collins. they? Like, oh, the Phil Collins. Phil Collins. The men talk about nonce and and cakes and stuff. <laughs> as, and as, as an like, acronym. Oh, God, like, yeah. 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 Come on. What, what makes sense? And, uh, nonce sense. <laughs> nonsense. <laughs> so Sniffing funny. the keyboard, you can smell it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's it's just... a special pheromone through the keyboard. <laughs> so good. <laughs> it's so but, good. Chris oh, Morrison, God. very talented guy, and he, he got a great oh, cast with genius. him. Genius. Um, another shout-out to Steve Martin, uh, particularly in the 80s. Um, the Jerk, Man with Two Brains, Roxanne, Dirty Rotten, Planes, Trains. He just yeah. knocked movie after movie out of the park. Just incredible. It's nice to see uh, him again, back I agree. short in, like, um, uh, what's doing that thing, aren't they? Yeah, yeah I need to watch that. I watch that. Building. That's it. Yeah. Is it any good, that? It's supposed to be brilliant. It's been renewed for a third season yeah. as well. I thought Martin Short retired me. 
No. Completely re- not not dead. I mean, retired from <laughs> acting completely. I thought no, you're not thinking. You're not thinking of Rick Moranis. Rick Moranis, same he, he, small people. Yeah, yeah he, he 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 retired after his wife died. Oh, now I feel bad. You should. <laughs> oh well. Next. Back to comedy. <laughs> um, but um, I agree with Candy. Eddie Izzard is my favourite um, stand-up comedian. I'm blessed to have met him. I've seen his shows. I got him to sign my DVD collection. Just, he's fantastic. Oh, just so going jealous. back and looking back at all of the original material. I just love that. So good stuff. So good. He's so clever. clever. Some people, clever. Some people say he's written his mistakes into the comedy, but it works. It, it's mm. it's all good. It's very Super very clever. clever. When they, when Have you uh, watched and, um, a recent documentary um, they did? For, I think it's called Believe, but it's about how yes. they got their start in comedy and everything. That's really yes. that's really interesting. If you like Eddie Izzard, have a watch of that. No, mm-hmm. I haven't seen that. And the, the you know the marathon running stuff he did is it's just incredible. Um, that inspirational. Was, uh, yeah, very inspirational. And wow. I, I just wanted to mention one Do video on TikTok. It's my favourite. Huh? I just think of the Eddie Izzard one, then it's just like, ah, do you have a flag? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So good. So good. Um, yeah, his Star Wars sketch is fantastic. It's, yeah, there's yeah, there's so much material. That, but um, there's just one video on TikTok, because I'm not a massive fan of TikTok, but again, I don't know it if this be. is real or not, but there's this, I sent it to you guys ages ago, but it's this couple that's sitting in a car and the guy's the driver, and I think the the woman is just sitting there, and she's about to do a, like a, a video, just chatting to the camera. And halfway through a sentence, he just grabs underneath her chin and just wobbles where her yes. larynx is. Yes. And it sounds like she's a turkey, and she just turns <laughs> yeah. around like, "What the fuck was that?" And it's just hysterical. I've seen that a million times because I just Mate, can't there's more get over gold the... on that app. There's more gold the, on that app. The, the just sound she it. makes when she does it. It's just... shit, but you'll find the good stuff. <laughs> dig for it, man. Uh, yeah. Dig for it. Uh, I just got tired of rubbish on there. So uh, maybe I didn't create it properly, but... but yeah, she's I... too busy looking at cleavage. That's what you were doing. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I'm just Monty Python humour. I, I, I grew up with that and I love yeah. that sort of weird surreal stuff as well. And it, it's timeless, faulty towers, anything like that. It just gets me going. Isn't it mad that Faulty Towers is so good and we all love it that much? And there's like 10 episodes mm. or something. 12. Yeah. 12. And they it's ended still, at the right time. I could still watch them all over and over and over and over and over and yeah. over again. I just fucking John Cleese. Remember when John Cleese were a good person? Well, be, fuck. Before he became an archbooter. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah, remember. Fuck. <laughs> but also, um, uh, the, the one thing I did want to drop in quickly is my daughter because... Uh, if you do think I do have a bit of a sense of humour, she's definitely getting it off. Right? She's getting it off me. It's, yeah, she's turning into a right cheeky little woman, and I love it. It's brilliant. She's really good. Um, <laughs> is she, is she, is me she entertained a bit, every day? Is she sassy? Does she point fingers? She's sassy. Oh yeah, kids do. Not stuff. quite, but Great stuff. Does there's they? mannerism. But... Anyone that's got kids will spot mannerisms of the my parents daughter's in such their a child. sass part. And she doesn't get it off she's, me. I'm a wife. She's, she's just sassy. Definitely mm-hmm. got my cheeky sense of humour. I can see it coming through now, and it makes me smile when she. Uh, just does something a bit funny, and I'm just like, yeah. Do you know what's good about having having a, a male child, uh, and now now he's like ten now, and when I talk to him about girls, it's the funniest thing I can ever talk about ever, <laughs> and he gets so red and blushing and stuff. I'm like, oh, is that your girlfriend? No, he's asked, he's he's got a phone now, and he text messages. Oh, who's that? oh god, it's my favourite thing to do. But when when it's going to be my daughter, I'm going to be complete opposite. <laughs> 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 Don't fucking talk to anybody. 
Oh, but yeah, Gadget originally mentioned there playing Naked Gun, all that stuff. Just they were superb. But yeah, they're, they're my choices. I think we're all into funny stuff. Have we got anything in the in the sack? We do. We, we do. We have a few to start off the year. Uh, Debbie Punk has said parkour fails, <laughs> and oh, yes. that's so good. Yes. I, I, I kind of I oh, kind of wrap that right. up in my people falling over things. So people people do fail army, innit? it? Yeah, fa- yeah. I God, I remember it would be twenty. 13 or something when Fail Army first kicked off and I would sit there I would yeah. watch hours of YouTube just watching hours. their videos after each other because it's like it's like you being framed plus isn't it mm. a bit more yeah harsher yeah oh, um, so good I mean I, I, yeah. so like parkour fails or like anything on like Fail Army or uh, Russian dash cam footage watch that it's fucking hilarious you'll never drive again <laughs> so good yeah, yeah. Russians so good. can't drive have you seen that Russian da- dash cam one that, that road uh, road rage one the, the uh, it's, it's quite an old one now that a car hits another car and they're kicking off and then a fucking meteor hits the side yeah. of it. I'm not kidding, an actual <laughs> yeah, yeah. meteor. And, he's, and they're both like, we're friends now, meteors <laughs> come. <laughs> we are no longer enemies, the aliens are. <laughs> so funny. Uh, Lee Davies has said, Happy New Year, things that make me laugh the most. Recently, the thing that made me laugh most was the Christmas Adam Buxton podcast. He has Joe Cornish oh, on great. once a year. And it never fails to make me laugh. In terms of movies, I'll say uh, that 21 Jump Street film from a few years back. There's a bit in it where they're tripping out, which had me in stitches. <laughs> yeah. That trip. I want to give a quick 21 Jump Street to, is good, um... but 22 isn't. <clears throat> oh, it is. Yes. That's good as well. I, I prefer and, 21. And that, the closing credits to 22 Jump Street is the best closing credits ever. Oh, when they're doing all the, the sequels. They do them all of them, yeah. It's like, you're That's going good. to culinary school or something. Like it's like that. And it just it goes through all the different ones. Yeah, like, it's so good. Yeah, that and then is good. That's at good. one point, Jonah Hill's character is replaced. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> by a different actor. And then he's back on next one. And then he's one. back on the next film. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that is funny, actually. Oh, yeah. Please, please, please check out Adam Buxton's podcast, especially all the early stuff. He oh, did I do. Everyone, it's it's one of the first podcasts the way... I've ever listened to. Yeah, he's very funny, and he just gets some really nice conversations with people as well. Really, clever, I don't yeah. listen to all of it, all of his because I just don't. I pick but, and choose depending who. Yeah, the guest I is. do. Yeah, I do. I, I like Adam Books. I think he, I think he's a, he's a good man. He's a good man, and he rocks a beard. Clever musician as well. Clever musician. Hmm. Mm. Uh, Lester, best boy, angry Curtis said, uh, "Hi, Emmy Crew, and happy New Year." I love cringe comedy and puns. The king of puns is a man called James Richardson who used to host Football Italia on Channel 4 and now does the Totally Football Show podcast. I've never yes. known anyone to be as sharp as him when it comes to making a pun. Mm-hmm. Really good. Um, really good stuff. In TV and film, the type of cringe comedy I like is stuff like Elf, which I always laugh at, even though I know the jokes. Is Elf cringe elf. comedy? Okay, yeah, yeah, it's pretty Some fucking it cringy, mate. When that elf think... fucking eating sweets at the table. When he, when he comes up to his dad, he's like, I love you, I love you, I love you. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Will like, Ferrell's just a bit cringy, cringy isn't he? And, he, yeah. and that bit when he gets hit by that taxi is brilliant. <laughs> it's brilliant. Yeah. I think we need to test the theory, though, and get Kurt to watch uh, the Scott's Tots episode of The Office. No, See he won't, if he can he won't make it through it. that. <laughs> no one can. I've watched that episode once in my life. I can't do it ever again. It's the most cringe episode of any TV show ever. It's the Schindler- Half an hour of pure cringe. It's the Schindler's List of cringe comedy. Cringler's List. <laughs> telling you. <laughs> it's fucking a rent. I, 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 I think we should do a live stream of us watching that episode and just Oof. wincing. Oof. It's oh, it's. But the thing is, it's a good, well-constructed comedy episode. It's just... It's brilliant. 
So cringy. <laughs> I can't. I can't. And it, anyway, oh, it laptop sick. batteries. Anyway, <laughs> yay. Carrying on, carrying on with Kurt. He says, "My favorite comedy of all time on Netflix. I think you should leave, which gets me laughing so hard every time I can't breathe." Don't know what that is. I'm delighted there's a new season this year. I also started Nathan for you, which is similar and nearly as good. Cheers, Kurt. Yeah, I think you should leave. Ne- it's just again. What it's is, one of those I know what Nathan for you is. Oh, it's just one of those ones where. It's so cringe at times, and it goes through that point where the joke is just again, like we talked about earlier, where too long. it's dragging on for so long, and then it just fucking whips back around again and like gets gets a great punch. Sometimes like. that works, doesn't it? It yeah. works, yeah. Mm, I might check that out. Is any good? Excellent, excellent. So that is everything from everyone. Um, excuse me, I've run a burp then. As always, links to all our extracurricular activities are in the show notes and at modernescapism.co.uk. And please consider becoming a patron to help support our endeavour. And please, 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 please give us a five-star review. Watch us YouTube. Do all that and watch all of the other shows. Next week, we are talking about our favourite British, British, British comedy shows. British. So we're not going across the pond. We're not going overseas. We're staying on terra firma and we're going to talk about our favourite British comedies of all time. A bit more in depth than what we did today. So you might hear things we've talked about today, but it's, I think it's going to be good. It's going to be good. So please get that feedback in. And remember, that's really it. That's how these shows go. This is a new year, new shows. You still can't if end the podcast, can you? It's not over yet. <laughs> it's not over yet, Say dickhead. Bye. No. If you are a patron, you will meet us in the green room. If you're not a patron, you're missing out on extra comedy, extra funnies. So, this has been a podcast. This is a new year. Goodbye. Get your feedback sent in, you bastards. (laughs) 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 Horrible bastard.